0: The Death Star. It's operational.
1: Doctor the Now might be a really good time for you to get angry.
2: That's my secret cat. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 76 of the Usual Podcast. a podcast where we discuss Star Wars the Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise and geek and pop culture. This week we are joined by our awesome patrons and I will say more lovely things about them but I'm your host Marshall and with me is my co-host will say hello buddy in the other room. Hello everybody. You're in the other room.
0: I am. I am uh, there there's a door between us and it's making me sad
2: kind of weird right um so this is the long-awaited patron episode that uh we've been talking about for several several weeks and now that we got everybody together i can't wait to introduce them but i'm not going to i'm going to say my usual thing which is before we get started if you have comments or questions you can find us at theusualpodcast.com email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com and we are on facebook google plus pinterest and instagram um you can you can reach me at darth pops on twitter will is at i am will griggs um our patrons will give out their twitter stuff in the beginning of the show so if you want to check them out and we will also put them in the show notes as well we're on itunes stitcher radio google play so give us a time give us positive ratings share us like us and all that stuff we are stagnant still sir 21 it's very sad
0: well at least we can legally drink
2: (laughs) not wrong there um. So we do have the timestamps in the show notes, but please don't skip around this show. We have like five awesome people with us, and it's going to be great. So don't skip or skip. But then know you're missing something. Have, can, uh. Can, can so I my loot. Uh. <laughs> see, is this just because we're in different rooms? You're going to make terrible jokes.
0: <laughs> uh, I make terrible jokes every day.
2: That's a good point. Uh. So, <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, here we go. Uh. So we're sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages with friends. And I'm going to say nice things about you guys. Now, I don't know why you do this. I don't know. There's, I, I think about it most days, and I'll be honest with you. And I know nobody has spoke yet, and I'm doing this on purpose because I'm going to say nice things before you can say anything back. But I'm not sure why anybody would support our show. But the fact that you do is – um means something to us. And I want to thank you guys uh, from the bottom of my heart, and I'm not going to be snarky right now. Um, I appreciate that you support the shenanigans that we do most weeks. I mean, we're not even consistent anymore, and you still give us money, which we really, really appreciate. So uh, for us to thank you guys, we want to get you on the show, hear your voices, talk to you, and, um, and I really appreciate what you do. So thank you so very, very much. Yeah, it seriously we,
0: baffles me because okay. I can't even get my family to listen to us. No, I've they asked like so.
2: my, I, And you know what's funny about that? I've asked my family for money. I said, look, all you have to do is follow this link and then give us a buck. And they're like, what do you even do? And I, so I just <laughs> gave up. I gave up. I give up quickly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so we're going to go around the table right now and everybody's going to say what they're drinking. If they are, um, if they play swotor, what they like to do, if they want to talk about their favorite fandoms, we're going to do this week, um, we're going to do our normal sections like we did old school. Um, we're going to do Swotor, Star Wars, and pop culture. We're going to jump around to TV and movies and stuff like that. So, um, I'm gonna let people say words about themselves. And once again, thank you guys for being here. So let's start with, uh, Devin.
3: Hello everybody. I'm Devin from Los Angeles, California. Um, you can find me on Twitter at just Devin. Um, I'm not drinking nothing right now. I'm at work, but I will be drinking as soon as I get off. Trust me. He's a member. Um, I am. A <laughs> I am an you unofficial me member to work today, dude. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta work every weekend, but it's all right. I I'll work it. <laughs> I get through it. Um, you know, I follow these guys because uh, they were the first podcast I listened to going into Soul Tour, and um, I like the Soul Tour section, but I really like the other section of pop culture and everything else. So you know, I tell, I've been a follower of these guys since um, I first started playing Soul Tour, so. I don't know
2: how you found us out of all the actual tour podcasts, man, but we appreciate you.
3: I
0: know we okay. don't we don't even show up under related podcasts when you look at the big <laughs> podcast.
3: I don't if know how honest. it happened, but it came up. <laughs> it's
0: like twenty degrees of separation to even find us on I, on iTunes.
2: <laughs> well, we appreciate you being here at work, Devin. Thanks, man. Uh let's go over to Dan.
4: Alrighty. Uh actually funny story, I found you guys also through uh podcast app and uh, it wasn't iTunes. I use a podcast app called, what is it? Just pod, pocket cast. Uh, okay. from the, uh, Utini cast recommended it a long time ago. And that's how I, you know, found you guys. And, uh, I go by laser acid in basically every game and I play on the Shadowland mm-hmm. server in the, uh, Pandemonium Guild. And my Twitter handle is Dan R. Steinmetz. And I basically like Star Wars, you know, in general, Swotor, obviously. And then uh, Funko Pops is my collectible, you know, desire. <laughs> really? <laughs>
5: so. Funkos are Ooh. fun. Actually, I, didn't,
0: yes. I never really got into them until I started getting some loot crates and, uh, um, and like, the collector core and, and that sort of thing. And they are really fun to collect. They're really cool. That's what got me hooked also. <laughs> one, of my, one of my longtime friends named Janelle just got hired as a project manager there. <laughs> hey,
2: real, real quick dr- question do Do you have um Do you get the Marvel collectors collector core boxes? I
4: don't get those, but I do get the uh, Smuggler Bounty.
2: Okay. Uh, um, so, while while someone else says something, I'm going to jump over and, and and show you what I got in my uh, Doctor Strange box today. Nice. So, uh, uh, to,
4: for today, I am drinking a Wisconsin brew. Uh, it is New Glarus Brewing Spotted Cow. Nice. So, this is actually. Uh, I was talking to Marshall a while back. I'm going to be sending you guys some brews from this oh. brewery. So, oh, awesome! They, it's that, all. It's you. You can only get it here in Wisconsin, and they do all limited runs per the season.
0: So, really, that's very love, cool. I, I, I love, love the name Spotted runs, Cow. Man. That's uh, that's so Wisconsin. <laughs>
4: this you is know, the one that they do them. year round. So.
0: Well, I was just telling
2: Skiing uh, a couple days ago. He said something like, "And I was like, I've never said no to beer, you know." And so, if you want to send us beer, man, I'm yes, I'm not going to be like, "Oh no, please don't." Right. Uh, so, thank you, man. That'd be awesome. And Spotted sure. Cow, what a badass name! Uh, yeah. Give me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump off real quick. One sec.
0: Yeah, and a little, a uh, little shout out to Wisconsin. I, I traveled around the country, and I thought Madison was a very cool town.
2: Oh, I love Madison. I live
4: about two hours away from it. So, oh, nice uh, hour forty. So. I have a lot of friends that live in there. And
2: yeah. this is really just to make you jealous. Did I cut someone off or did everybody stop talking while I left? No, nope, we well, were
0: just me. So yeah. it's on the
2: So it's fine.
4: Oh, that so is, is amazing. That
2: is cool. So it's it's kind of hard oh, to see because oh, of so. the like glare.
4: I saw pictures he, of that online.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He's like sitting there all zen and like gold. Oh, it's badass. I though. want that. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs>
5: All right, so I've been tempted to get so, that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hint, hint. I really like that one, Marshall. Okay, I remember that. Okay, so we'll, we'll come back to Zen. Um, but going back to what I was saying about Funko Pops, <laughs> I have this nice little stack of them. Now, I don't know what to do with them, man. I don't have a man cave or anything to do with them. They're just sitting in a big stack.
4: That's what, what do, I'm. What do, you do, what do you
2: do with yours, Dan?
4: I'm. I just got uh, through with a move, so I'm in the process of redoing my. Uh, I used to have a long shelf with all of them, and I did like a pyramid cool. with them. Yeah. And then a few, of the ones that I really, really like, I take out of the box and I decorate my desk with them at work and home and everything. Right. So I'm re- reorganizing. So when I get done with all that, I'll show you what I got. All right. So I would
0: love to see <laughs> it.
1: Have uh, kids so that let's... are. Have kids that Good. are geeks. If you have kids that are geeks, <laughs> then you can put it in their room, and they think it's cool, and you know it's cool, and then the wife doesn't bitch at you
5: about it,
2: <laughs> right? Yes. Well, the funny thing about it is my my kids can't figure out why I don't take any of my toys out of the boxes. Every He's time like, I come back from Comic Con right? or something, they're like, "Daddy, you never take your bo- your toys out of your boxes." So He's when like I bring Steve them from, the pops, the first crazy. thing they do is take them out and <laughs> they play with them. So I don't know of what to do man. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're doing it right. I'm, I might be doing it wrong. Um, let's uh, let's jump over to John while Zen figures out uh, his mic. And John, tell us about yourself, sir. Thank you for being here.
1: Well, thanks for uh, having me on again. I appreciate it. Uh, of oh, course, yeah. I you're the only you one who's been on here
2: before, huh? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, guess, I guess. Of course, I found you guys the night you drunk dialed me to get you out of uh, jail, asking for bail money. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, good time. actually. Yeah, wait, which time. <laughs> um actually i actually found you and this is kind of a, a a long overdue shout out a friend of mine uh named chip turned me on to the show i had uh listened to the uh podcast that shall not be named um uh, and he turned me on <laughs> to you at that point uh and i started listening to you and i liked it well you know not to badmouth them uh, but a lot better <laughs> <all right>. so <laughs> anyways we uh yeah, it kind of kicked off from there. And that was very, very early. Yeah, I think probably yeah. episode two or three. And then,
0: oh man, oh wow, well, you, well, you, you, you heard me when I used to record in the RV.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I did outside the McDonald's. I think it was when you're
0: getting <laughs> <a Yep>. me <movie.
4: laughs> Let me, <laughs> dude, uh, let
2: me tell okay. you, I have, fe- I have a fear of going back to those episodes to find the bloopers that I need. For like the blooper reel, I'm trying to put together. I don't want to go back that far, man, because the sound is so bad. I was
0: I was hijacking Wi-Fi and using iPhone head uh, iPhone headphones to record it. It was Marshall. I worked I
4: I work in IT and I used to work in audiovisual. It can't be that bad. It
2: was pretty bad. bad. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, tell us something else about yourself, Mr. Skeen. Thanks. For, I, I really do appreciate you sending us stuff and, and being a long time listener and supporting our show. And, and I finally did send you that long awaited box of swag from Comic-Con. In yes, October. which was incredible. Um, Thank you very much. <laughs> well, it only took me like three months, but <laughs> I could tell you some stories about a small town post office, but that would just bore our listeners. But anyway, <laughs>
1: uh, well, it was, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, well, Greenfield, just outside of Indianapolis. Um, <laughs> Yep, you know, I like Star Wars things. Imagine that. Um got into SWOTOR a few years ago and started playing that and it's the first MMO that I've ever played. So, I'm still learning things as I go along. Um so I'm not a good player by any stretch of the imagination. Um but you know, love love comic books. That's kind of been my thing for many many years now. So, that's my I guess my knowledge base and beyond that, you know, I'm at John R Skeen on Twitter and you know, love communicating with everybody. So,
2: yeah, and that's when we had you on last was to talk uh, comics, man, which we need to do again when and if we ever read another comic because yeah, <laughs> <like, laughs> we haven't been doing It's
0: that. been like 10 months since our last one-shot episode.
2: <laughs> it's pretty bad. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's check in with Mr. Uh, Zen. How you doing over there, buddy? Ah. okay. Hey, there we go. Okay. Hey. Perfect. Uh, and now we have Zen. Tell us about yourself, buddy, now that you're here. Well, you've always been here, but thanks for being here again. <laughs> Hooray. Hey, guys.
6: Hey guys, yeah, uh, I'm Zen, um, tonight I'm drinking, uh, uh, vodka and Red Bull, uh, keeps <laughs> me going and keeps me happy. Um, I'm, uh, I love playing Sweator St- and I play a Sage Healer on Shadowlands, um, and a little, do a little bit of everything, a little bit of uh, PvP, a little bit of operations. And, uh, and apart from that, um, I also love all the Star Wars movies, uh, even The Phantom Menace, which, uh,
2: <laughs> you no, know, it could be controversial, but, um, what, yeah, I hate the Phantom Minutes, man. I'll
0: tell you, I'll, I'm with you on that. I I actually, it. I have one of the original one sheets up in my, uh, my lab at, at school, <laughs> the one where you see, uh, Anakin's uh, shadow and it's Vader on the wall. <laughs> that's
2: pretty sweet actually. And
0: so the first,
6: uh, the way I found out about these guys, uh, podcasting was on the Galactic gamers coalition. I was, um, tuning into yeah. one of the other, uh, shows. And I heard about that and then I, and I just, uh, heard that there's all these friendly guys out there. So I thought I'd check out their show as well. Well,
0: we're I,
2: happy like, to happy. We're, I like to think we're friendly guys and I, I appreciate you, uh, supporting our show, man. And you went to, uh, New York, uh, New York comic con cantina. I sure uh, did. So we will definitely be talking to you about that in just a few minutes, man. So thanks for being here to report out on that. Um, before we get to Will and myself, uh, there was a couple other folks that, that couldn't make it last minute. Uh, Chinook, who is awesome, longtime supporter of the show, uh, buddy of ours on Twitter, um, and everywhere else. He couldn't make it. Um, but he says, uh, next time, uh, Joshua had to bail out the last minute as well. And Jesse from unholy, uh, at unholy alliances on Twitter, um, also had to bail out. But we have a little message, um, from her that we, uh, we're going to listen to now.
7: Hey, Will and Marshall, it's Jesse. Hey, congratulations on getting so many Patreons that you're able to host a podcast just for us. It's a testament, really, to the great work that you guys are doing at The Usual Podcast, which is definitely one of my favorite SWOTOR and geek podcasts out there. You guys do fantastic work. It's no wonder that you have people who want to support you. I'm certainly proud to do it, and I wish that I could have been there today on the show for some laughs, some conversation, maybe some beer, Um, but you know I'll be with you in spirit. I have great affection for you both. All the best. Mwah.
2: It's a really sweet message, by the way. And, and I really want to say uh, to Jessie, I wish she had made it, um, but she's about to move to Australia. Um, jet lag and combination of other things, she just couldn't make it. But um, we are in that guild, Unholy Alliance and Wookie Mistake. And she is just a really all around awesome person. So yeah, she better next make time it we'll get her on here. Next year. Oh, yeah. And she's been on the show a couple times anyway. So um, all will be well. All right, man. So you, William. Yes. Griggs. Hi. Hello.
0: Uh, I am Will
2: Griggs. What are you drinking? What are you doing? What oh, are you about?
0: I am <laughs> drinking a little something-something ale, um, yep. which is actually something I don't normally drink, but I wanted a beer today, so Marshall it's provided. It's that
2: you said something. It's funny that you said that, because it's what do a little you mean? something. Yeah, it's a little something. You said it was something you didn't normally drink, but it's called uh, a little something. So, yeah. I
0: wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, yeah. no, so <laughs> that's what I'm drinking. I play on the Harbinger server. I once was on Shadowlands for a hot minute until Marshall wanted to change servers again. <laughs> and uh, um, I have, I think, 14 characters on there right now. Thank you, DVL. Um, but my main is a sniper, and uh, it's in that her name is Alilta. And, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of pretty much everything. Um, yeah, I'm a geek for pretty much everything. Stuff that I don't even talk about on the podcast that I like uh, is uh, national parks. I love national parks. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, dude. Um and i've and it's funny and we've talked about this before but just because we're here and we have friends with us um i've known will for going on what 18
0: years now almost 18 years oh Something no just like over that.
2: 18 years just over 18 years and um i've known him longer than my wife right so it's one of those things which is one of the things i love about now Getting to do this show with him is the fact that um, you know we get to see each other more often, and we know each other a long time, so I think that's part of the fun. Um, Actually, the
0: but, first the first time but, I met his wife was uh, in line for Attack of the Clones, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and that movie was also great.
7: <laughs> you know but
2: what sand, was great about that movie it gets though. Everywhere the The fact, oh, God the sand, but the fact when when Yoda took his sabre out, though, sitting in that big theater with those hundreds of people was pretty badass though, oh, yeah, you know, um, but anyway, you all know who I am, um I am running this little ship that I like to call uh the usual podcast, and um, I just again want to thank all of you guys for being here. I am drinking uh heretic. Uh, a hoppy double IPA from, it's called Evil Cousin. Um, and it's mm-hmm. from Dust Bowl Brewing Company. And I chose this one today because it is from basically about 20 minutes where I grew up in the Central Valley in California. Um, they do some amazing brews out there. One day I'd actually like to go and visit that brewery, but I buy their beers because they're close to me and I love them. Ooh, so if that's um, what we
0: were doing. I should have gotten Firestone.
2: Oh, here we are. You didn't do it. So what are we gonna do? <laughs> All right, man. So let's. We're going to move on to our Star Wars The Old Republic section.
0: You want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel.
2: Guys, so we're here. All of us are SWOTOR players, and this is... What I'm most excited about uh, as far as talking to all you guys today. So basically, what we have going on in the game right now, we have DVL. And that was announced is going to end, uh, the Dark vs. Light event is going to end on, uh, on November 29th. Um, I just want to kind of run down uh, through you guys real quick and figure out, is anybody playing DVL? Um, what your goals are and what you think of the event overall before we get to the really, really good stuff. So let's start with uh, Devin. You doing DVL? Where you at? Okay, we'll go to Dan. Dan, what do you think? DVL. Uh, yeah, I was talking was really low. Was oh, he talking? I Dan, just can't hear. Him. He
3: was really, really quiet. Can you, can, can you hear me now?
2: Yep. Yeah, go for it.
3: Yep. Good. Um, I was doing the DVL, but I stopped after I got to the level that you know I wanted to get to. Uh, uh, Legendary is the highest one, right? Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. What was I your goal?
3: That the one right before that one. Um, oh, so you did it. Enough. Yeah, it, it it was it was a good time. Uh, got to get get back into PvP and do do a few obs, flashpoints. The flashpoints was actually fun because I never got into the flashpoints before. So a lot of them, I was doing it for the first time. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it was, it was. I had a good time doing it.
2: All right, cool man. Uh, well, you ran. You got farther than I was planning to. Well, I'm planning to get to that point too, but. That's for that's a different story. Uh, Dan, what about you? What do you think of this event?
4: Uh, I actually just got to the tier, uh, not half hour before we started, um, where you get the companion. Oh, awesome! So I just unlocked that. I needed to finish uh, the Reven, uh, the two Revan ones, uh, Terrell Five and Maelstrom um, Prison uh, story mode on Republic side. So I just nice. need to do those, and then I got... Because I, I had already done all the chapters and uh, all the way through uh, Eternal Championship on uh, Imperial side, so I just needed to go back and do that, and then I got two tiers in one shot because of that. Oh, so nice. now I just need to clean up a few things, and I can get Legendary. Whether or not I do get Legendary, it just bases on how much time I want to put in all at this point. I really need are a bunch of hard mode, uh, flash points. And really, I got a lot of the really hard ones out of the way, but you know, it's getting a little more difficult to get teams that want to do them. You know, is your
2: plan to finish it before the time's up? Or I, you, I want are you, to. Are you okay either way?
4: But if I got the level that I really want the, the what is it? A tank mount is the only thing that's left in legendary.
2: I think, I think so. so. I'm not yeah. sure.
4: Yeah, yeah. And I think what an armor set that you get, like a graphical armor set. Yeah. The graphical armor set wasn't a huge, you know, draw for me, but I, I really wanted the companion, so yeah, I got what I that's really big, wanted. That's a big draw. So, you know, if I don't get it, I don't get it. But you know, we'll see. I think I need about ten more flash points total, but I got the really hard ones out of the way. So All that's right.
2: good. Uh, let's go to Zen. What do you think, man? You playing DVL or are you over it? Yeah, no, I'm playing it. Um,
6: going slowly, uh, trying to enjoy the story while I'm um, rushing through all the different classes and uh, everything as well. Um, I haven't reached um, very far yet because I haven't done the uh, coffee chapters. Mm. But um, I will get this. Uh, we'll get the uh, companion, no matter what. I'm going nice.
5: to
6: quit my job or do whatever is necessary <laughs> to <laughs> that's <a>
5: termination. <laughs> there.
2: If all you have to do is quit your job, dude, no big deal,
6: right? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I I want to get to legendary. I think I can, but, um, you know, if you see me at the unemployment unemployment line, yeah, that'll
2: be like, Hey, good for DVL, huh?
6: (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's good because, you know, even the newbie players could play a little bit and, you know, get a few pieces of the, uh, of the, uh, of the DVL packs and so on. Mm. Um, and then the veterans, you know, they could rush through, you know, quite a few classes quickly. So I think that, you know, it's something that, a lot of people could enjoy and it probably cost them next to nothing to make it
2: i yeah. think oh yeah i think i think the draw for me too was the fact that um you uh, the the leveling gear was the big draw for me and mm-hmm. i just i i'm not very far at all and i guess it's my turn now cuz i'm talking but i decided to i got the what's it the second tier when you get the first three sets i guess of the first three pieces of the xp gear mm-hmm. i'm not very far in it but i'm i'm planning i'm really trying to get to the companion honestly cuz that to me as a as a as you probably know since you guys listen to the show, I play solely chiss <laughs> um tunes, so I really want that Chiss companion. So actually I I went out of my way to play a light side uh tune to start with, so Oof, I, I felt like I it <laughs> Yeah, it was it was really difficult to do, to be honest with you um and i'm and i'm space barring really quick at this point because i'm just i'm really just trying to get through it and i have those first three pieces and 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 i think i can get to i think i can get there but it's gonna be it's gonna be tough but uh but i, I don't want to I, I shouldn't have said that but john go ahead it's your turn man i talk oh. instead of you <laughs> no it's your show you can talk <laughs> oh and i'm going to don't worry
1: <laughs> no i i'm doing it i actually started a uh a Jedi sage um, ah. many weeks ago, uh fistful of hops is his name. Um, <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, I got through the first level of it and then uh, life got in the way, opening a new restaurant and doing some other things. So didn't really get a chance to, uh, to get back to it. So now that soccer season is almost over, I'm hoping to get back to it before uh, the release of Cotet. So let nice. will see what
2: happens. All right. Well, where are you at?
0: Um, well, because I almost primarily solo everything. Um, I, I'm you? up to the no, third level it. and, um, uh, what's really gonna, and I'm, and I'm about three quarters of the way through legendary, the legendary level. Um, but what really is gonna finish it off is when I finally can get all the flashpoints, both story and hard mode, and I can finish the Eternal Championship. That'll all of a sudden jump me up like two levels because I've gotten everything else done. Um, and I finally need to finish off the 12 more matches of PvP. Um, but I haven't even had a chance to log in in like three weeks, so because I went on a trip and just it's been busy. But uh, I finally got my my desktop up and running again yesterday, so uh, hopefully I'll be able to play with a better uh, graphics card.
2: Nice, yeah. Maybe you nice. come back to log. That'd be nice. Be nice yes, that would thing. be nice.
4: I don't know <laughs> if it'll help you at all, Will. Uh, I know you've been saying you on the show you have problems getting past the fifth boss. Um, one of my uh, one of the DPS on my uh, Wednesday night raid team. Uh, informed me that for credit for the DVL event, it does not need to be a solo run of oh. our title championship. It can be a group thing. So we're, we're
0: playing that later. <laughs> yeah,
4: you can go through that. <laughs> well, um, I, I thought that, that was the
0: case, that.
2: and I've been offering to do because there's a couple of those uh, flash points too. I, and honestly, on my last tune, um, I got my first tune to fifty uh, just a few days ago. And I, I got, uh, that tune over the hump, basically running solo flashpoints, like those ones that you mm-hmm. can run. Um, and, and the flashpoints, they give a ton of XP and stuff. So, and I know Eternal Championship, you, you can run as a group. So yeah, I think, um, I don't know if any of you guys are planning on doing extra life. Uh, but there's a, we're doing an extra life marathon, which I'll probably throw a bumper in here for that or a promo or whatever you want to call it. Um, and we'll, Letra. we'll throw that in there, but. Uh, during that time would be a good time to do things like uh, Eternal Championship
0: and stuff, you know. Do mi fa
7: JT, what are you doing?
6: I am warming up my voice to sing our fundraising song for Extra
5: Life.
7: Oh, that's right. November 5th is the Extra Life Kids Charity Marathon. Last year, we promised to sing a SWOTOR song if we raised $5,000. It was called Frozen in Carbonite and it was an instant YouTube sensation. <laughs> but JT, I'm afraid that due to overwhelming response, this year we've promised that if we raise $5,000, we won't sing.
6: Okay, okay. So what about the real prizes? We are going to be giving away Rogue One merchandise, the chance to watch a Star Wars movie in
4: Discord with SWOTOR community manager Eric Musco, and one lucky winner will get a personalized voicemail greeting by none other than Valcor himself, Darren
7: Deval. Wow, that's so exciting. All of that plus playing SWOTOR for 12 hours straight. Yeah, we know it used to be 24 hours straight, but we're all getting older and no one can manage 24 hours of anything. There will be in-game events and live streaming all day long. The
6: fun starts on Saturday, November 5th at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Visit unholyliance.org slash extra life to find out more, to sign up, or sponsor a player today.
7: This is a really great event, and we always have a blast, so get involved and...
0: Play games.
7: Heal kids.
0: Yeah, one of the other things that I'm doing is, um, because every single tune that I've played for most of the five years, has been DPS. And uh, so every character I've created for DVL has been Tank, and so it's been a little bit different playing him, <laughs> because I wanted to keep it a little bit fresh. But uh, it's like, oh, I don't know what those skills do. <laughs> I, I've never used
4: my Insta60. <laughs> I'll, I'll burn an Insta60 if I if I run something, and I'll help you guys. Because I don't play yeah, on no. your guys' server. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, we have no excuse at this point, guys. we got to just get it done, right? Yeah. yeah, so. yeah. Um, so overall before we get to the cantina stuff just the uh, DVL good filler are we okay with the event I mean it seems like we're all playing it right
4: I missed the nightlife event to be honest Yeah. I
2: need <laughs> I, my Rancor really <laughs> mount I really hoped that was going to come back because I had some shows to catch up on and right? I'm like I can catch on stuff while I'm watching exactly. my shows
0: <laughs> dude I've I've wasted I, 3 <laughs> million credits trying to get that damn Rancor mount and I just can't oh,
2: get oh it. I'm not
4: even going to say how much I wasted <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I was like
0: I think I
2: was almost five mil no, I think before yeah. I got it. So. Wow!
4: Yeah, I need, I need the Rancor mount, and... and then I need the achievement where the uh, where it blows up on you.
0: So,
2: oh right, yeah, actually I got the
0: pretty pretty early.
2: That one that one's kind of strangely elusive. I think. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts okay. on DVL, boys?
0: I find it really interesting that they've named this next like like gameplay style after this the event that they just did. And yet they're not connected.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll get to that. That's, that's an interesting choice, I think too, but let's, before we get to the real, uh, Zen, he went to the cantina. We'll talk about that in a minute. One of the things that came out of the cantina, actually that morning before the cantina event at New York comic-con was the betrayed trailer. Mm -hmm. Um, and we all love our blur trailers and this was a, a pretty good addition i think to the uh to the ones we already have but um what do you guys think of their focus for the story i guess being valen and um senya and and all that and and overall thoughts of the trailer whoever wants to go go well
3: um, i like all the trailers and i try to watch them all uh together like in one big old movie which is crazy good but um Oh yeah, I've always liked uh, Senya, and I've always liked Balin, so this this trailer was right up my alley. And uh, uh, I showed my wife, and she's not into the game at all, and she loved it. Also, like, oh, they should make movies, <laughs> which I which Gary <laughs> right? might, uh, seem yeah. to say. But uh, yeah, that, that trailer was awesome.
2: Yeah, my my wife is funny. I showed her, and she's like, "Well, she because <laughs> she's she's seen all the trailers, but." That trailer is pretty dark, and the message um, and what's going on. She's like, "Well, the little girl's not going to go with the mom." Like, she was just totally <laughs> flabbergasted by what was going on because she didn't have the uh, the other parts of the story, right? Yeah, yeah. And so she was like, "Well, I don't like that trailer," even though I know she did. <laughs> but The story part of it, she wasn't really into. So I thought that was kind of funny.
3: That's the mother in her that didn't like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: exactly. She's like, yeah, "Why would absolutely. the daughter go with her? This is crap."
3: <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: Anybody else on the trailer? I
4: I like how they're focusing back on more on that because to me, the end of coffee kind of left a sour taste in my mouth. Just, you know, I I didn't like how they just kind of like they, they dangled the carrot there and just left it. And then the, the whole, I obviously we're going into spoilers with it. It's going to be spoilers. Okay. So I'll put them. Okay. So the betrayal of, uh, the whole betrayal of Scorpio really pissed me off because I loved my Imperial agent story. I, it was great. It was my second favorite story, but you know, I love my bounty hunter. You know, that was my first, my first, my favorite character, but the Imperial agent seriously is the best story in this game. And to lose Scorpio like that was just, no, I can't, I can't take this. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm glad they're not focusing on her for this next segment of the game.
0: So I hear you. Anybody else? Yeah, I I really again talking to somebody who my main is is a, a sniper. Um I was never really that invested in Scorpio, so losing her wasn't a big thing to me. I just found it odd that she because I mean, she's kind of such a minor character in the overall arc of, of companions that they focused mm-hmm. on her so heavily in in Coffee, um, and then completely ignored somebody like Mako, which is not only a fan oh, favorite but integral to, Mako. to multiple <laughs> stories. Um, the Mako love is real I know right <laughs> <laughs> um, Bring back I just Mako. hope that they make her Integral to Kotet to But oh, yeah. um, one thing I really like About the Blur trailer is And this is just where it comes from great storytelling Is they did something very similar To what Lin-Manuel Miranda did in Hamilton Which is They showed you something in the Blur trailer For coffee which is the Two boys fighting in the arena for the dad uh, against the uh, the guards. And then um in the Betrayed trailer, you saw it from uh, Valen's point of view, the same exact scene because you saw the two boys okay. fighting, but you saw it from ground level instead of up from, from uh, the Emperor's level. And right. in Hamilton, they did the same sort of thing. They had a song where it was the introduction of Hamilton to his wife by his soon-to-be stepsister. And then like three songs later, it rewinds it all and it shows the same night from the stepsister's point of view. Oh, interesting. Okay. And I just really like that concept, and I, th- I thought they played it pretty well. And, um, yeah, just and I, Blur does a great job.
2: I agree, actually, with what you yeah. said, too, about the different point of view, because you get that other point of view from uh, Valkorion as well, because yes. you didn't know really what his investment was with Valen until you see that trailer, mm-hmm. because then it's like, oh, he actually had an investment with her development, too, which we didn't see before, which is pretty cool. right? So... I'm with you, man. Anybody like else the on the blur that, trailer? I
1: like the fact that it was told basically through art. It was just good. Yeah. Absolutely. Good cinema. It, there, you know, the non-verbalization was, was incredible on that. And it just, you know, wrapped the whole, the whole story around just a few words. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Um, all right. So let's, let's do this. So we, obviously the, the New York city, uh, New York comic con, uh, happened, uh, what, a couple weeks ago now, um and uh, zen was there when and we're going to kind of get a uh, um ground level uh report from him here in a second and um and then we're going to get into the post New York Comic Con stuff where all the announcements and live streams and stuff like that but um be- because i i absolutely love these swotor cantinas <clears throat> and i've been to i think 6 um uh, myself uh and the fact that they didn't come to uh san diego comic con was uh uh, this last year was was a bit of a bummer for me because i i like i love seeing musco i love seeing the developers and all that kind of stuff for me is why i got into the game i started writing for a fan site in the beginning and then got to meet the developers and kind of have this relationship with them and then there's something about being able to go to these canteen events that's really cool um so since obviously we couldn't get to new york new york and they didn't come to san diego i would love to hear from zen and just see how the event went overall and you have some notes in here too of some stuff you want to talk about so um i'm gonna turn it over to you man so thanks for uh being here and reporting out i appreciate that
6: sure no worries you know um uh, it's good to talk about that trailer because if you cast your mind back to two weeks ago that uh trailer came out on the friday morning and um i watched it about a hundred times, and uh <laughs> was completely pumped for the uh, cantina that night. And I think the timing was just right, you know, for it to come out out of the cantina. Um I just uh, checked it now, and it's up to uh what is it up to? Something like uh, three point three million views. So it's oh, wow, it's doing unbelievably well.
2: And only half of those are from me. <laughs> I was say we've contributed a little bit, right, boys. <laughs> Yeah so the um
6: the container was at a little bar in um, midtown Manhattan um you know it, the the size was just right for the crowd i've he- i've heard some numbers you know estimated around anywhere between 150 and you know sort of like 80 or something like that um probably at the beginning there was is when most people were there and uh they played the um trailer and had a bit of an in- intro and um then after their, their formal sort of spiel, it was basically, um, free for all discussion time. And, um, um, so I, I walked pretty much straight up to, uh, Ben Irving and, um, I was about the 10th guy to get there because <laughs> he was a pretty, <laughs> pretty popular guy. For those who don't know, um, Ben's an Aussie as well. And that, um, I'm an Australian myself. So we, uh, so we had a, an, an ability to communicate with our <laughs> accents and everything. <laughs> Um which is quite nice he was a really friendly guy he just you know he talked to everybody about um anything they wanted to talk about and he was a really uh really good source of information um so i've been i've been watching the the notes that have come out about the um cantina and um a few pieces of information that he told me and a few other guys that were nearby at the cantina that I haven't heard out heard come out recently I might um mention here um so you know one of the things that's coming out is the new group content uh, format called Uprisings, which are, you know, multiplayer um, events or um, uh, tasks, maybe something between like a a Flashpoint and a Heroic. Um, And so Ben said there's actually going to be five of them that come out at launch, and then five are going to be coming out a little bit later on after that. Um, So I think there's going to be, you know, a bit of – uh, group stuff that we can uh, get into straight away, and some that we can look forward to later on.
2: Yeah, wow. real like a- quick, real quick, before you keep going, Um, the sure. uprisings thing is the thing they uh, have kind of skirted around in the last two live streams, which we'll get to in in a little bit. Yeah, here, but, it's
0: going to be on their next live stream.
2: Yeah, and and this is actually, I'm more intrigued about this than any other of the stuff, really, only because it seems like it's it from what i understand and i don't know if if ben who i think is a really cool addition to the um live stream team um but i i find i think that this is going to be something kind of quick that we can kind of get into with our friends guildies and stuff like that um and it sounds like they're gonna keep having them coming you know not like a war zone and in, in the fact that You know, they have to do a lot of development around it. It seems like it's something that they've kind of have planned out uh, in lieu of, I guess, monthly content, like they were going to do, Mm -hmm. like they did with with, uh, coffee. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah, I don't know. I was just going to say, yeah, I completely agree that it it sounds like it's going to be a different way of uh, generating that content. Um, but I just also find it funny their their knack for naming things after past things. <laughs> <of> <laughs> Uprising, which is yeah, you know, the name of the now defunct mobile game. Oh, I like that game. <laughs> it was tough to play sometimes. It
2: was. Yeah, I couldn't get into it, but I still um, play it. Do you really? Oh man. <laughs> it's gonna be gone in like a month, right? Or less than a month. Uh oh,
4: play bad. it until it shuts down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Stay with it, man. <laughs> Sorry, go All ahead. right, back to you then. Sorry. So one of the other things that, meant, that
6: he mentioned was, um, the planet boss is going to be key to part of this, um, galactic command, um, component somehow. I'm not sure exactly how that might be where the uprisings take place or it might be like a, a hub of activities or something like that. Um, but if you look carefully at some of the streams, the backgrounds actually, you can tell by the architecture that, um, the shots were actually taken on Voss.
2: And with the DVL announcement recently, do you think that might be kind of the focus of the uh, DV? I mean, we haven't talked about it yet on this show, but if you've watched the live streams, the DVL uh, event will spawn random, you know, mobs and bosses and stuff like that. But do you think
0: Jedi,
2: yeah. maybe that could be a, a spot where they're more prevalent to show up? Maybe. I don't know.
0: I think so. I think one thing that they're they're because basically everything that, that, Bioware does is generated by statistics, right? And I think they were finding that most players, especially long-term players, were stuck on either uh, Republic or Empire. I mean, because like you know, we've uh, people have like tunes on either side, but they like the majority of their time will be played on Empire or or um, or Republic. So what I think they started to do, especially with the beginning of um, you know DVL and then Coffee, is that they are going away from the nomenclature of being, you know, uh, Republic or, or, um, empire. And it's more about dark or light choices because you, you can then have a dark Jedi or a light, you know, operative or whatever. And so everything has kind of been going with that. The, you know, the concept of a gray Jedi and, and, uh, the, uh, that, that trooper squad that they introduced, the, the sixth line of, of the code and, and all that stuff. And, uh, um, this is just like the next step in the fact that uh, like it wasn't about whether you were Empire or Republic, it was about the choices that you were making, good or bad. Nice. And I think I think Voss is a great extension of that because um, you know the the Voss species as a whole were just uh, Force attuned, but it wasn't about Empire or Republic; it was about good or bad. Yeah, that's right.
4: I would love to play a boss as a character.
0: Oh, man. I love the boss. That was
4: <laughs> one of my
2: favorite planets, man. It was so yeah. cool. I love those people. I just Please. think they look so cool. And um, I still
0: have never beaten the, the pilgrim boss.
2: <laughs> all right. So the last thing
6: I, I wanted to talk about that I um, discussed with Ben, and when he actually said this to me, I didn't really believe that it was true, but then he actually repeated it and gave me some clarification about it as well. So he told me that – um Of all the players that played Kotfi, only 2% of them had ever killed any operation boss. So only 2% of Kotfi players had ever done any operations at all. So if you talk about the uh, raiding community that's, you know, regularly doing raids on a weekly basis, you know, you've got to be, imagine that's less than 1% of their players, which, which is really quite, um, Quite amazing. Well, it's hard
2: to, it's, it's, it's really interesting, man, because that, the fact that you say that, and that's not the first time that uh, a similar statistic has come out of these cantinas, and they say it's not the majority, but, you know, it's that vocal minority. Exactly. right? Yeah. Because a lot of the, uh, you know, op- uh, ops players are podcasters and bloggers and, <laughs> and people who make guides and stuff like that. And when you go into the live streams, like the, we had two live streams in this last week. And I watched one and a half of them live. Mm-hmm. Um When you are watching those things, every other comment in chat is new ops, new, new ops, ops, new ops, ops new ops. ops. And you get the impression that that's like, that's what everybody in the game wants. But when the developer is saying like, look, we have math <laughs> to tell, you know, to say like, here's the thing. You say that, all of you are saying this, but look at what's actually happening in game. And I think that's, I think that's really, really interesting. I don't know.
6: Huh. Yeah. So he also, you know, addressed the fact that, you know, the raiding community, a lot, a large part of it had left. SWTOR. He actually said that even at the peak, when there were the most operations being released, there was only 6% of the player base was, um, you know, running operations. Yeah. So um, hopefully we'll, we'll see something probably next year. I'm feeling optimistic.
2: Um yeah, same. And as a yeah. relatively new ish ops player. You know, we do the WOG, what's an ops group group, uh with Unholy <laughs> Alliance, Wookiee Mistake, whatever. Amazing. Um we've been doing that for over a year now. Um but the bottom line with that is like I mean, I'm relatively new at it. I've I haven't even seen all the ops. Um I'm I'm fine with. I, I have. I have no doubt that in January they're going to say we have at least one or two new ops coming. I have no doubt they're going to say that when it's going to come. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's going to be in time for these other folks. I doubt it. But you know, soon. again, yeah, soon, TM. But but looking at these, you know, if you say you know one percent of the players are ops players, it's like they're not they're not running around spinning their wheels trying to get that done. You know, so
6: yeah, and and he and he said to me that you know this is the vocal minority but you know if you keep that minority happy then they become um you know the the raving fans you know the the people right. that tell everybody else how great the game is and that sort of you thing know, so.
0: the the 2% or 6% numbers actually are, are kind of a red herring I, I, the number i would like to see is what percentage of subscribers are ops runners yeah
2: because yeah. i mean we run with we run ops you know every friday night and three or four of them aren't even subscribers. So that that that's interesting yep. too. So Exactly. Yeah.
6: It seemed like um Ben was talking about people who had subscribed at least um for part of KotP because you have to subscribe to play any of the content. Right. right. So um I think he was he, there was some subscribers there. All right, so let me let me keep moving along. Um uh sorry I, I had a chance to check talk to Eric Musco as well, another uh friendly guy. Um okay. Uh, swarmed by, swarmed by, my
2: favorite people. I love Moscow.
6: Anyway, <laughs> it was a swamped by fans and enemies alike, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, and one of the things I picked up, and I'm surprised he had not hasn't actually repeated this on the forums or anything, but as, as you know, all the operations are being, uh, resynced to level 70. Um, and he was actually looking for nightmare raiders that could possibly, um, play test the new, mati- new material in. before it went out. So, Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. If if you or anybody else is a nightmare Raider, um, send a PM to Eric. Um, he said that to to a few people around me. I'm not one of the nightmare Raiders, so he didn't say it to me. Yeah, so. I think
0: I would last like three seconds.
6: <laughs> so, so,
2: well, yeah, so yeah, if my you...
4: Nim group broke up, but I'll I'll go. <laughs>
5: yeah. Well,
2: and I think what's important here is that the fact that not, I mean. Our listenership is not as high as some other shows, but um, but getting that out there is, is is I think really important because if that's what he's actually looking for, if he needs nightmare raiders, it, it's probably nice for Eric to know how many people are nightmare raiders that are still in the game too. You know, so well they have their statistics. <laughs> <laughs> All right. uh, the statistics, the <laughs> metrics, right? <laughs> Well, you're holding the paper upside down. <laughs> 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 All
6: right. So, so, um, uh, Charles Boyd was there as well. Charles is, uh, the lead story guy for SpoTor and he, um, he
2: also introduced
0: wearing- uh, love.
2: Oh no. yeah. If Jesse was here, she would have gone on like a three minute rant about Charles Boyd. So I'm I'm inserting instead of that us talking about her talking about Charles Boyd. So <laughs> yeah. here we are. <laughs> Go ahead, dude. Sorry. And he was he had his uh, Jedi robes on today uh, at the event,
6: and uh, yeah, just a good outfit. He was happy to talk about all that sort of stuff. Uh, we started talking about um, things that we wanted to see in game, and when I Asked hopefully that you know maybe would see a BB-8 style pet. He said, nah, it's not uh, going to be possible due to licensing agreements." And I was ready to spend of all be, of though. my money on the, to get a BB-8. Pet.
0: Yeah, that would be really <laughs> awesome. But I mean, Take even though you know, yeah, wow. even though they do have the the Lucasville Lucasfilm stamp on it, it's still not as closely related as like Rebels, where we've already seen a Kylo Ren style lightsaber in Rebels. Right. Mm-hmm.
2: It'd be really interesting, though, just as a, a little experiment, be like, put something like, a, if they did a BBA droid and say, okay, it's going to be 1,200 cartel coins, they would make so much freaking money, it wouldn't even be funny. And they would tr- probably try to figure out that whole licensing thing, right? Yeah. But, I don't know. I think that's funny. Although,
0: I mean, they do have some that are, I mean, you have the astromex, of course, but they even have, like, the, the garbage can-looking medic droids mm-hmm. uh, that are, you know, prevalent in the original trilogy, so...
4: Well, even the yeah. Max look different. You know, they're mm-hmm. closer to Chopper than, you know, yeah. R2. They, are, yeah, they look
0: more like the R5 uh, line than the R2 line. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Okay. Um, I also spoke to the uh, the two voice actors that they had there, um, a guy called uh, Darren Ball and another one called Natasha Loring.
5: Uh, <laughs> Darren is
6: awesome. They're they they awesome voices of Valkorion and the uh, um, – Valen. Valen, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. respectively. Yeah. So I, I mentioned to, 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 Darren that, you know, we, we hear his voice on the podcast and everything and, uh, mentioned the, um, passionately casual intro and, what was it a bumper? I can't remember.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a promo bumper. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh,
6: so, so I just mentioned it and he just recited the whole thing off by heart, like he, he does it every day in the shower or something, you know? Yeah. He's really involved in the, uh, in the community as well. Um, he, he did a great hut impersonation. I don't speak Hutties, but uh,
2: <laughs> it's, it's, they sound, it sounded like real words, you know?
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um,
2: yeah, uh, real quick before you, before you continue, uh, Darren obviously is a friend of our show too. And I, I just, we've seen him now two years in a row at San Diego Comic-Con and you could not ask for a nicer guy, who loves the fandoms that he's a participant of and contributes to. Um, he's just, he's just one of the best people to spend any time with. And I know, uh, Will spent a couple hours with him. We got him on the show when we were down there. Um, just an all around awesome dude. And, um, yeah, man, I, I didn't get to hear a a Hutton impersonation, so that's kind of a bummer for me. So um, I'm going to hit him up and have him send us one, because that's bummed me out.
0: Actually, uh, I can finally say something that he told me not to say, but... uh, Oh, finally. um, But uh, you can edit this out if you decide to, but uh, during the summer at Comic-Con, he mentioned that he was in a big upcoming game, and... uh, yeah, you know, he told me some backstories about it, but he couldn't uh, tell me the. I mean, he told me the name of the game, but I couldn't tell anybody. Well, the game finally got released a couple weeks ago, so it turns out he plays the main character in Mafia Three. Oh, yeah. And, and his he
2: character, was, he, was, he was in San Diego. He was talking me about the character, and he couldn't say it yet. But he's one of the Final Fantasy. Uh, uh, what was it, fifteen characters as well? Wow. So, yeah. So yeah. He yeah, he does a ton, a ton of voice work. Um, and it's just, it's just really, really cool to meet someone like that who is not like, Oh, okay. And he remembers us. Like every time we see him, he's like, he'll run up and give us a hug. And it's like, dude, you're like a famous person. You know that I'm not, I'm just some dude, right?
0: Yeah. He and his (laughs) wife are both awesome. They've, uh, they've both been on Broadway. Um, actually, uh, they've done Broadway shows together and they're just phenomenal people.
2: Yeah. Um, all right, man. So, uh, how was, uh, how was Natasha Loring? I haven't, I have not met her. That picture you sent me, Zen, um, I'll put in the show notes as well. Uh, it was a really, really cool pic of you, of you and, uh, Darren and Natasha together. I thought that was, oh, there it is. That's badass. I love that picture. (laughs) Oh, that's a great picture. (laughs) So, uh, so how was it talking to her or was it just like a quick thing or what do you think?
6: It was pretty quick. You know, um, she, she's not a Star Wars fan. She has played the game like once or twice and, um, but, you know, I, I kind of think it's good to have people from outside the fandom involved as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's great. And, and they were running around doing, um, you know, recording messages, voicemail greetings for people and things like that. So, yeah, yeah, you no, know, both nice. great, great sports.
0: Uh, sorry to interject here, but I just looked it up and she is doing the voice of the advisor in Civilization Six. No way. Wow. <laughs> She's also the villain hunter female sidekick in Uncharted 4. Well, now we know things about her. Yeah.
2: Here we are. Um, all right, man. So overall uh, impressions, was that, was that the first cantina you had been to?
6: I went for a little bit of last year's cantina as well, okay.
2: actually.
0: So second. Cool. Do you okay. do you live in Manhattan?
2: Yes, I do. Yeah. Very
0: cool. Yeah. Will's
2: jealous. He wants to move to New York.
0: Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm applying for jobs there right now. So if you know, him, that's fair. <laughs> He's trying to leave me, boys. I don't like it. No. I'm sorry, Marshall.
2: <laughs> it's all right. I'm not bitter about it at all. <laughs> um, so Zen, I want to say, uh, don't you say a thing. Um, so thanks, man, for, uh, reporting back. Um, I hope you had an awesome time. Um, and I, again, appreciate your support in the show. That's my dog barking, which is great. Um, and, uh, so let's get to the meat of the drama, I guess, from this week. Um, and most of us, we've already talked about it off mic, but most of us don't plan on unsubbing at the moment, I guess, or, or rage quitting, I guess I should say. Um, but there's been some drastic changes to the game, uh, that I think we, sh- that w- I think we should talk about. Um, so let's start with just, uh, they announced the Eternal Throne, which we talked about. Um, and then there was a live stream, uh, detailing ga- galactic command. So a couple things that come from that are the fact that they're doing away with expertise gear. Um, they're doing away with tokens, um, really currency of any kind, right? Um, and so basically when you hit level 70, um this is off the top of my head, but when you hit level seventy, uh you will start earning command points and each when you get uh raise a command level, you will earn a command crate, which will give you gear and or whatever else that comes in crates.
0: Yep. <laughs> did they uh did they happen to say what they're changing what stats they're changing the expertise expertise to? Uh mastering. Mastering, oh, yeah. okay. changing Master, Mastery. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and, I mean, like, for, for, I mean, for 99% of the stuff I own, it's not a huge deal, but like that, uh, that, that's what it's missing, you're missing
4: mastery. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: And, and I don't, and I don't feel like, uh, a lot of the PVPers are necessarily upset about this change, um, to be honest with you. Um, even Snave, who's on a teeny cast this yeah. week, he doesn't seem to have a problem with that. And if Snave doesn't have a problem with something, that's something, I guess, right? I know, right? Um,
4: that's weird. He would have had a voice about it if it was really bad.
2: <laughs> exactly, right? Um, so I don't know, man. I'm, there's obviously a lot of backlash about the RNG aspect of it. Um, and there's a lot of backlash just in general about shifting this drastically from the way things were to the way things are going to be. And obviously nothing is set in all the way stone yet, but, uh I don't know. Uh we'll talk about some of the rewards for subscribers here in a minute and I think the important part to understand here is that these this com- command system is only for subscribers. So um I guess should we just go around the table and see what you guys think overall or, or I think that's the best way to probably do it. Yeah, that um, works. who wants to go first?
4: Well, uh I mean, I look at it this way. So on all my raid teams, we kind of have always figured it out as Either it's randomized gear, go to, you know, whoever, you know, rolls it off, or we've also done it in a priority system. Certain people will get gear over others in a certain order. You know, kind of tanks kind of go last because a lot of the tanks end up getting more B-mods over the actual, you know, token gear kind of stuff. So the complete randomization of gear... In other systems is going to, I think, really hurt the people who are not as active of players. Okay. In my opinion, the people who only get to play maybe two nights a week because busy work life, busy family life, things like that. Those are the people who is really going to hurt. Okay. You know, and if you at all play on alts, you're getting hurt really bad because of it. Also. All right you know i i you know on different teams i play different characters but it's the same class so i just like to swap gear so it's going to take me forever to get my left side and okay. that's going to hurt you know
2: okay other thoughts no that yeah, that's that's my, that's my worry I have a
1: question. Has anything been said about what is happening to the various forms of currency, if it's getting transformed into anything else? Nothing yet. Well, in the last live stream,
0: they said that they are combining currencies. Um, And right now they're just calling it tokens until they actually come up with the actual name for it. But they said uh, they were hoping by the next live stream that they'll actually have names and, if not um, exchange rates, uh, just the overall concept.
2: Well, and you guys remember when they went from commendations to crystals, right? There was backlash for that, but really it was a one-to-one thing, right? Um So where we're at now is we're doing away with all of it. <laughs> and so really, I think the point of contingency, I think, uh, among the community that I've seen is the fact that people that are not subscribers and or the people who, um how do I want to say this, uh, aren't, aren't high-end raiders and that kind of thing are, are frustrated that their gear is left to RNG. Now, just Mm -hmm. personally, I think that's kind of funny because as a relatively new raider, as I've said before, Mm -hmm. the last year and a half or so I've been raiding and it took me freaking forever to get my set piece for story mode. Yeah. Okay. And that's because I'm always running with different people. Um, for the most part, we have a rotating group of folks. Um, and when it comes down to it, there's, there's a whole month I'll go by and never get a piece of gear, you know? And because of the roll effect, the fact that we're all rolling on it. Exactly. Right? So if I'm getting a crate and, and from the live stream from that, uh, Monday, uh, this last Monday, mm-hmm. um, they made it seem like the crates are going to come at a rate where it, for me, someone who, like you said, uh, it does it. I am going to get crates more often than I would getting drops in a story mode op. I run once a week. Yeah. Does that make
0: sense? Yeah, they said that that it's going from the at the lower levels, uh, the introductory levels, you're going to be getting crates as as fast as fifteen minutes to half an hour. Um, on average, it's going to be like an hour and a half. Um, but they said that there's more stuff in there than just the gear drops, and that stuff, if you have it or you don't disintegrated integrated into um, faster turnover times for more crates.
4: Well, yeah, but that's if you have the time to run the content.
0: Well, the thing is, is you get it from almost all content. It's and not that's the thing.
2: Ops. That's the thing about the command system that they're doing is that it's really whatever you want to do. You're as long as you're level seventy and a subscriber, you're going to be earning command points. Like running heroics probably wouldn't get you as much as running hard mode, flashpoint, but or, they still get or op. But you're still going to mm-hmm. get those points and still get those crates. So. I don't know. For me, I think I'm going to gear much faster in, in getting, excuse me, getting hard mode. Uh, I guess hard mode gear from something I can't run right now anyway, because of time and group and everything mm-hmm. else. I'm actually going to get better gear in this system. But the, again, that's me and someone who only really plays five, six hours a week right now. Huh.
0: So uh, uh, clarify that they are going to make it so it drops to whatever class you're playing as.
2: Right. That like was a your, change in and class yes. or your advanced spec.
0: spec. Yeah. So exactly. if you're, if you're a bounty hunter tank, you're not going to be getting an operative DPS uh, gear.
2: Well, they
0: basically they said, if you're
2: a, uh, let's say you're one of the classes that can be all, all the specs, right? Right. If you had a bunch of crates, you switch specs to a DPS, you're going to get DPS gear out of it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the impression I got. So, um, Zen, what do you, what do you think, man?
6: Yeah. You know, um, this is something that I think, uh, it, we, there's too much information missing at this stage to really make a decision about whether it's going to be good or bad. The two key pieces of information that we really need to know is how often in a regular, you know, um, once a week raid, would you get, uh, a crate, you know, um, we all know that, you know, to to gear up fully, you need 8.75 operations. Uh, you've got 14 slots and you, there's five drops per operation. So they probably work pretty much the same target for the randomized drops. Um, what happens when you randomize the drops is that when you first start off at a new tier is you're going to be almost definitely everything that you get is going to be useful. You know, obviously the first piece is going to be useful no matter what slot it's in, and then the second piece, there's a, one in fourteen chance that it's going to be mm-hmm. a duplicate and so on mm-hmm. um, so you'll gear up faster at the beginning and to get that last piece the fourteenth piece in in your overall set is going to be you know the hardest one to do yeah so I think that I think that yeah. you know once we know you know how fast we'll be getting you know the crates um will it, that'll actually help us to know whether it's going to take longer to gear up or not.
0: Yeah, they also did say that while the gear itself is going to be bind on um, pickup, you know, you're know, you going to be able to take out all the mods like you can, even the armoring mods. Yeah, And that everything else in the crates are bind on equip, so you're going to be able to uh, to tra- sell them or transfer them or disintegrate them, whatever you want.
2: Yeah, and that part of it is very much like it is now, right? Um, yeah, except
0: for that you're going to be able to take out the armoring mods for more pieces of gear.
2: Well, but yeah, you could take them out now, but you can, I mean,
0: you, you they're keeping you it the it.
2: same where you can yeah. only put in the same piece. So a belt goes to a belt. Yeah. You know, you can't take an armoring out of a belt and put it in a in a chest piece.
0: Yeah, right? well, they said you can now.
2: No, they they said. They, a, cool they said they were keeping it the same.
0: Oh, did they? I thought I heard yeah. it differently in the last, uh, last live stream.
4: Well, if they change that, that's a huge game changer then. Yeah,
0: I don't
2: think they're going to do that. I, I, from what I understand is they're keeping it the same, kind of as is now with the arm rings. Um, but I'm afraid we may have not have Devin anymore. So, Devin, what do you think about these things, dude? <laughs> Are you there?
3: Hello? You hear me?
2: Hey, buddy. Yes. How you doing?
3: Um, I'm, l- I'm more of a wait and see because uh, I don't get to, of course, I, I used to play and walk, and I don't get to raid as much as I used to. Um, due to my schedule, so I'm more of a straight solo player.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: So, um, no, like I said, I'm I'm just waiting to see because um, it doesn't look like I'm gonna be able to do any raids no time soon. So, you know, whatever gear I get is good for right now. They they already got me hook, line, and sinker with the companion <laughs> reward. So, they finally got some good ones this time.
0: Yeah, I see, she are coming in. It's gonna be awesome.
3: That will be great. When I Mm won't. Yeah. (laughs) Johnny Hunter for life.
1: (laughs) John, John, what do you think, man? Well, you know, then I guess I'll present the alternative point of view on this. Um, As somebody that came in not having previously played an MMO, I think Mm -hmm. for my first year, I just kind of floundered around. I had no idea. It's like, you know, I got a piece of armor. It's like, oh, I got a new piece of armor, so I'm just going to stick it on my character Mm -hmm. and and keep playing. I had no idea, you know, Mm -hmm. but what do you mean? It has mods. What do you mean mods I can put on my armor? It it didn't make sense to me. Here's what I knew. I liked hitting things with lightsabers. That was fun. (laughs) (laughs) And and it was Star Wars, so that's what drew me to the game. So looking at it from a marketing point of view, last year with the force awakens coming out you've got kind of a new base of star wars fans that are you know you the, the franchise is a little bit reinvigorated compared to where it was so you have new players that are uh, the dumbasses like i was that are coming into the into <laughs> playing the game and they're doing the exact same thing i did for the first year they're they're but they think it's kind of complicated. So the system streamlines what is happening. So now you, you know, randomly can get pieces of armor that will allow you to do things. I didn't even know that you needed eight to 16 people to do things like Caraga's <laughs> Palace before. You know, I had to get into this right. group called Log that I heard about. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, and, and that's what kind of introduced me to being able to do something
2: outside of Flashpoint. Right. So, yeah, it's
0: you know, when there's Marshall taking us into Lava. <laughs> okay. So
2: lava, lava bass aside, I'm, I'm actually really glad that you brought that up, John, because honestly, man, that's the, what they're kind of touting behind this change is the fact that, you know, if you're a new player and you're right, man, after, after, uh, um, episode seven and Rogue One in December here in a couple months, you're going to get all this, this influx of new players. And there's what 20 something vendors on every different part of the ship. You know, converting different types of, of commendations and tokens and crystals for whatever. Um, and that's, that's super confusing. So I get, I get you. Like actually getting it down and simplifying it makes sense in that context. Right. But. Yeah, well, Obviously, that's when, a point of contention for people who've been playing for five and a half years like us.
0: Well, man. at least now that uh, even when people just put random uh, gear on, they can at least match the colors. Whereas the first two years for me, it was like <laughs> oh, yellow God. pants and red shirts and green.
2: <laughs> you didn't like your yellow and red pants, dude. Come on,
0: I looked like I was from the seventies.
2: <laughs> so, really, what we have now is we have two live streams this week. We got the command, the Galactic Command Overview blog uh, that's out. Um, which was kind of cool at the end of that stream. Did you guys see that thing with the walker? Like you yes. could be that walker and shooting yeah, that stuff. That looked, that looked, that looked going to be fun. Cool. Yeah. I mean, give me that all day and I'm happy, but whatever. <laughs> um, so there's that. And we also have some really cool rewards. We have the Shave Vizla, uh, companion, um, that's mm-hmm. coming. Um, what were the other two rewards? Uh, I, I had to bring this up. Yeah, the walker. People.
0: Yeah, the walker and
2: then now. The X's. Early access, uh, which is... Uh, I better bring this up since three I need days. to be accurate days, about yeah. things. So instead of December 2nd, it's going to be... Um, October okay, so we have the Shea Vizsla Companion if you're uh, subscribed on October 25th. If you're uh, subscribed from October 25th to November 27th, you get three days early access. And if you're subscribed November 27th, you get that rapid uh, recon walker. So, I mean... Any comments on rewards? Are, are we just? Uh, I mean, obviously, Shea Viza. I, I I have a feeling some of you are okay with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do like the 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 mount.
2: <laughs> the mount looks cool too. Yeah. I wonder one
3: thing it, about the mount: are it, it, is that ability or those different abilities going to be able to um, be active? Like, say on the Republic fleet, I could just see that being a disaster.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it would actually be kind of cool as like a flourish, a mount flourish. That'd be oh, sick. That
5: would
2: be awesome. <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see on that. That would actually be kind of worth it. And and those are the kind of things if they were going to do something like that, they should tell us now so people could get su- get subbed, right? Yeah, um, as long as
0: as long as the mount is an HK fifty five themed. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah! Wow, you had to go there, huh, buddy? <sighs> you just had to go there, didn't you?
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we just you know, the front him not to look like his helmet. <laughs>
6: You know, know, with the early access, I'm just uh, wondering how many people are going to clear all the content and uh, get to max command rank before uh, their official launch, you know, three days?
2: Uh, Well, there's the cap. You get the daily cap. But also along with that, what what makes me laugh is in the beginning of the game, they're like, oh, we have all this stuff. I mean, those of you that have been around for five Mm -hmm. years know in the beginning there are people that we max level, max everything in like two days, three days. You I know. I
4: did it in a week.
2: And, 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 and a week even. And a week to me was like, I got crap because when I used to write for Tor Wars, I got crap writing a, an inquisitor blog bec- and, and people were giving me crap because I wasn't max level yet. And I'm like, guys, <laughs> I actually have a life. Like I can't sit here and do this like for two, you know, for a week. But I mean, that's, and more power too, if you can do that. And, I just, I don't know, man. I just think it's funny because people are going to do it, and they're going to max command rank, and they're mm-hmm. going to be the first ones on the forums to post. You know, <laughs> Too easy. what now? What are you going to give us now? Well, you the know? funny
0: thing is, is like that's all they'll do. They don't do like <laughs> seriously. I've been playing since beta, and you know, five and a half years ago, and there's still stuff in the game I have never done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so have I. And yeah, yet, I, I, I yeah, and I'm an achievement whore, so I do everything. Well, we all know that.
2: What were you going to well, say, Dan?
4: I, I I've been around. I had five day early access because I didn't get the I got the digital deluxe, not the collector's edition. I added the collector's edition later on, and I I got I think it was seven days after launch was when I hit fifty because I actually had to work, I couldn't play all day long. <laughs> Some of my guild mates were already you know farther up. In the first guild <laughs> I was in, and we were, cl- like, we were already pulling on Eternity Vault, like, by the end of the first week. Wow. So, Holy crap. So, oh, we were dying, you know, to the first <laughs> boss, but we were pulling Eternity Vault the first week.
2: Yeah. Well, and let me go back to what I was saying. It wasn't, it, I, I'm not saying because uh, I have a life, and that wasn't what I meant, and mm-hmm. I wasn't any slight on Dan. What I no, meant no. to say was, <laughs> That, that was in the show. And, I, and I'm feeling, I'm feeling bad about what I said now. No, but no, what no, I really no. meant to say, what I really meant to say is I'm never in a rush for these type of things. Exactly. Like I'm not yeah. like Dan, obviously you're in a progression or we're part of a progression rating group. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I've never been that. So for me, I'm never in a rush. I want to see the content. I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. And, but when people are like, how can you say this? You're not even level 50 yet on your inquisitor and you're writing this blog. I was like, well, screw you, bro. I mean, yeah. I don't care. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's, that's a whole different thing, I think. So I, of I take course. back what I said. Yeah. Oh, when, I first,
0: when I first started playing, I was the type of person <laughs> of, uh, when you found a Datacron, I would click on it and it would say, this is the name. Click on this to open the codex. I'd open the codex and read the backstory of the, <laughs> of the Datacron.
2: <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, and, you know, there's all kinds of different players. And I think that's what part of all of this is coming down to is, when new content is announced, which is why they always wait until they have something solid, you're going to get every single type of player coming out and saying everything under the sun. And if you're Bioware, and what are you going to do with all that? Well, you're probably going to go back to what Zen said earlier and be like, "Well, one percent of people want uh, want Ops, <laughs> so are we going to focus on Ops? Uh, probably not. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I I don't know. I think that's really interesting. Uh, so what do we got here? So we have We already talked about that stuff. Uh, so the most recent live stream talked about the dark versus light blog. Uh, well, there was a blog that came out, but did anybody else watch the stream? Uh, which one? The Monday one? The DVL Mm -hmm. one. Um, I I think for, for on, if I'm being honest, I watched part of it and then I went back and watched the whole thing again. I don't know what the hell is going on with DVL, with the DVL part of it. And maybe some of you guys can clarify. I know John and I talked earlier and we're just like, well, I'm kind of confused on what's going on. So really uh let me open this up so that I can kind of uh at least go from there. The, the idea behind the DVL thing is, so if let's say you're dark five, okay. And every hour or so um as you do stuff in the game, and if you're aligned with dark five, uh, and your server hits dark five, you get rewards because you're dark side, right? You don't have and to be
0: dark five. You just have to be on any character that leans a dark side. Yeah, it, no, I, I get that. Okay. Yeah. So 100- if you're dark
2: side aligned, like, so you've toggled dark side aligned. Okay. And dark side wins. There is a chunk of time, like an hour or so of what they've said, um, where. Something is happening in the game for that chunk of time that is skewed towards your side. Yeah, right? a boss
0: is supposed to spawn somewhere on a planet, and you guys can go and, all and beat it. Right. But only if you're on that one side. And right. this goes back to what I think, what what I was saying before about where they're trying to get away from the Empire versus Republic. It's that they're trying to get go back to the statistics and say, okay, well, we're finding out too many people are playing one faction or the other. We want them to play both factions.
2: But, but also, I don't know. There's a lot of things about this system I think we don't know. But what do, what do you guys think? Uh Zen, Dan, Devin, go ahead. Good. Did please. anyone ever
4: play Rift?
2: Yes, I did. This I sounds did a Rift. lot
4: like Rifts
2: to me. Yeah. It sounds right exactly really like came out, like when those things would pop up and then everybody would run towards yeah. them and
4: yeah. Like and it would sway as to what was going on in the world at the time. Like if yeah. it was a lot of you know, one type of creature getting killed, the rift would counterbalance and, you know, swarm the world with a lot of that creature, but like the tougher version of it. Right. So, and then as more people were killing it, it would just get progressively harder and harder and harder for the duration of the rift. So you could level up just doing those too. That was pretty neat, actually. That's why I kind of liked that you know part no, of i actually
2: really did enjoy rift and that part of it was because when i'm running around the world all of a sudden i was like oh crap there's that rift let me run over there and see what's up <laughs> right. and i think the idea behind this is similar in that and like you said <clears throat> at some point a you know a, a, a jedi will pop up and on some random planet and if you kill that thing or prevent the other team from killing it you'll get more points and then all of that ultimately goes towards command experience as well if you're level 70 right
0: yeah but what i'm also thinking is that i don't think the jedi are uh, the jedi that they pop up are not necessarily going to be light side it could be a dark side jedi that you still have to be light side to to fight
2: well no but well, that's what i'm saying it, it depends on where the battle is i guess right but there's a lot of unknowns, I feel like, even after that stream. Oh, uh, of course. Then, then what do you think, dude? What did you get from this? Cause I'm confused. Yeah.
6: It's just, <laughs> it seems like a slightly confusing system, but I'm sure it will become clearer as we, as we get close to the launch. Okay. Um, you know, one thing I, I think is interesting when you're on the winning side, um, you get a boost towards your command experience that you earn. So for example, if I'm a light side player, that would be the right time to disintegrate all my unwanted command crates, you know, because I'm going to get a boost from disintegrating oh, them yeah. at the right time. I didn't think about
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry.
6: And maybe I even need to have one light side character and one dark side character. I'll log on and see who's just won and then switch over to the right character and, and disintegrate all the command crates of the, uh, of the guy that's on the winning side.
0: Huh. Yeah. Must actually said that, that way. Well, Muska actually said that during the live stream about how uh, you know when you're paying attention to what's going on in the overall storyline like that, um, you could all of a sudden say, "Oh, I need to switch characters to get to the right uh, the right attune." Uh,
2: and he also said too, if you have a neutral character, <clears throat> nobody is completely neutral, so you can kind of play that game. If you're neutral, you can kind of easily skew one side or the other with that particular <laughs> tune too. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah.
3: This is the first time of me hearing about it. Um, now is it where the creature will spawn randomly? Uh, you'll get like a random notification or is it where you have to be on a certain planet?
2: Well, the notification is what they didn't say. And I think it's important that they do a notification. And this is something that a couple of the other podcasts talked about that they didn't talk about was the fact that if, how would you know? Like if it's yeah. some random planet, let's mm-hmm. say, on Alderon, you get this badass boss when this is all going on i mean how would you know to go there unless you had guildies on every planet saying okay here it is exactly. and if you're on that planet how would you know where it is so yeah. getting think, a notification of some sort i think would be really important when this event timeline this hour or so uh, uh, span of time they're talking about is happening like Giving us a notification would really spur the whole server to go and do a thing like like the riff scenario Dan was talking about, like when those things pop up, everybody's like, Well, crap, I better get over there and participate and you got people you know fighting over this one objective, which I think is pretty badass I think it's pretty dynamic, so I don't know
0: yeah i I would guess it all like they do um the, the red letter pop-ups like they do when, you know, servers closing in 15 minutes, servers closing in 10 minutes. It'll be something like that that pops up.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: In a perfect I, world, but they
2: didn't say that that was going to happen, though. <laughs>
3: one thing that I hope it does is um, one thing that I do miss about when I first started playing is open-world PvP. Yeah. I do oh, hope yeah. that it does, uh, you know, spark the open-world PvP once the, once the creature gets down and you got the, you know, Dark side, uh, uh, you got Sith and Jedi both getting them down, and then down is like okay, let's let's fight each other now, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's how cool
2: smart, would that, that be? Like switching to a PvP instance, getting both side, you know, getting your guild all together and running after this objective and then like okay let's say the dark side's winning you don't want the light side to you know fight this boss or whatever everybody runs in they have this badass war which i think would be really cool
0: i'm I'm with you Devin. i I, i'd love to i'd love to see that that could help a lot and one thing they also mentioned is that it this doesn't benefit larger servers because um you would automatically think, okay, well, it's got to get to a certain point level or whatever to get to to dark five or light five or whatever. They said, no, it's more about time uh, uh situations and that you could be, say you're on Ebonhawk or whatever, and you're the only person on that night, it's the middle of the night, yeah, it's only and you. you're the only yeah. one. Then you're going to be making that light or dark side because of your choices. Right. <laughs> a lot of stuff has happened. And I don't know.
2: Excuse me. We have a whole, uh, blog slash stream schedule, uh, up to launch. So October 27th, we have uprisings that we're going to get more details on that. Um, November 3rd, we have class changes. November 10th, repeatable chapters slash difficulty levels. Uh, November 17th, new planet slash story insights with Charles. November 24th, cotet wrap up with Q and A, blah, blah, blah. So, um, anything else anybody wants to say about, um, and I didn't want to get very doom and gloom about this stuff because w- Again, there's a close uh, uh, test going on right now. There's feedback happening right now. Um, there's still more live streams to come. I mean, I, I'm not one of those people uh, who's going to sit and be like, this is the end for me. I'm out Like before I know really what's going to happen and what they're going to change. But um, does anybody else want to uh, talk about anything Tour wise before we move on? Because, man, this is one of those shows where we move on to something else. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's turning into a Kevin Smith uh, Q and A with one Q. Oh, is it? Is that what's happening?
4: (laughs) I mean, you know, I'm not saying doom and gloom, but it's definitely getting to be one of those things where they need to kind of they they need to just look at the broad spectrum, in my opinion, you know, and just. Kind of keep all, everything in mind because I, I like that they're finally not focusing only on story at least a little bit it seems so well I, I'm I'm sitting around I'm I'm waiting to see what happens at this point
2: so yeah and it seems like we're gonna get the all the next story all in one chunk which is good mm-hmm. and then in January they're gonna reassess group content which is good as well and you and you were saying too <clears throat> excuse me you've had ish you know. Experiences with people coming and going from the game in response to this stuff. So, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: Lost two teams. So, Yeah. That's
2: a- and, and I think that's something that, although Bioware probably doesn't listen to our show, I think that's <laughs> something that um, is important. Like, they need to know that's happening, you know? And again, they're looking at it probably like, like Zen said, this is the 1%, right? Mm-hmm. But it, it's still something I think that's important that they hear that this is something that's happening. So, anyway...
4: I hope they're Um, reading those comments that people post when they unsub. I really hope they are because, you know, I I know everyone who has posted something when they quit that I know they're posting more than just the complaints about the ops. They're, they're posting that, you know, they don't like the randomness to the, uh, to the gearing. They don't like this. They don't like that. They're, they're going and they're being concise in why they're leaving at least.
0: Yeah. Well, that's good. That's the important thing to do when you when you are frustrated
4: like that They're not just rage quitting you know seven seven words <laughs> all four letter words in caps and
0: right the big middle finger and
2: running away <laughs> <Exactly. Yeah. laughs> uh all right, anybody else on uh anything that's going on tour wise before we move on?
0: No I think we're ready to move on to Star Wars. I was
2: raised to do one thing.
5: nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what
2: you started. we our Star Wars section. William, Griggs.
0: Pew, 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 yeah. okay. pew, well, pew, see. Here's
2: the thing. We pew, don't pew. have the bumper going, so... Now we're just, it's just awkward. All right. So, uh, real quick, uh, I don't think this section will take very long. We don't have a lot of Star Wars news, but a couple of cool things I think, um, because we have some people who do actually are keeping up with their comics, uh, on the show. Um, I just want to get a quick impression. Uh, I think is, is, is Skeen the only one reading the Han Solo comic right now?
0: Nobody. Actually, Nobody I, I had a question for you, Skeen, About that, uh, are they touching on the Sana Solo character at all?
1: Uh Not in that in that particular series, not in that run so far.
0: Because I okay. would love it if in the new Han Solo movie uh, that they're casting that uh, they bring that character in at some point into the movie. Yeah, I that would, as would be well. awesome.
1: But not not in the Han Solo series. So though, is so. it a is it a young
2: Han Solo thing going on? Like I have them, I just haven't no. read
1: them. No, it's actually it's, it's set in the same time frame that the oh, rest yeah. of the comics have been. Everything's Yeah, between yeah,
0: pre Empire see, uh, Strikes
1: Back. Um, yeah, I was but,
0: automatically assuming that it was a younger one. That's why I was asking about Sana.
1: Yeah, I don't. Are, I don't want to spoil anything. It so far I I definitely am digging. Uh, it's it's well written. Um, it fits well with the character, and the artwork is yeah. You, know, you know me and the artwork. I I enjoy it. Right. So, um, yeah. But it's uh, it's I don't want to spoil anything for anybody because it, it's a good read and definitely worth picking up. Um, yeah, there's yeah, nothing on my list. There's nothing that's gonna you know <laughs> add too much to, to the character background or you know anything like that. But it's just a good Star Wars story.
2: All right. Well, cool. Like like I said, I've got them. Um, we'll have you on again when we talk comics again, man, because we love having you on the show and. You you keep us in check as far as comics goes. So I, I think that's, I think that's hopefully,
1: important. Hopefully not in a bad way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, in a good way. It's like, I'm reading these. You are not. You suck. And I'm like, okay, you're right. I do suck. I so,
4: have a quick comics question for Skeen. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, are you just a general comics fan or just mainly Star Wars comics fan?
1: Uh, most of what I have recently is Star Wars, but I am a general comics fan. Yes, I collect other things as well.
4: You would have loved, uh, prior to this game, I played uh, City of Heroes for okay. oh, yeah. years. You would have that loved movie. that game. I That was my favorite game. It's Actually, I was very sad when they shut that game down. That was my, hands down my favorite MMO <laughs> of all time.
0: Yeah, well, because so. they had a spin-off called City of Villains as well, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember, I don't know if uh, Marshall, you know, Kai, uh, used to play yeah. that all the time. No, I remember. I
2: played a little bit of it when it came out, but I was playing EverQuest 2 at that time, if I remember right. To make your own hero or villain. I loved it. Best game. Yeah, ever. that's cool. <laughs> that would be fun. So, so A little quick um, Star Wars comics news. Uh, we got an announcement that Dr. Afra from the Darth Vader comic is getting her own Marvel series. Thoughts cool. on that, those of you who are reading the Darth Vader series? Uh, I'm a little behind on the Darth Vader series, but I really did like the Afra character.
0: So. Yeah, I love the Afra character. What I'm most excited about is if they're having Afra, they're probably having Triple Zero.
1: Oh, yeah. They, uh, they, they are, are amazing. I, I can actually confirm that for you. Will. Oh, awesome! <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. <'Cause> that <laughs> is one of the that is one of the coolest droid characters in all of Star Wars.
1: Yeah, that nice. will be the uh, the the team. So BT will be there. And team.
2: I didn't I didn't put that in here, but the uh, Vader comic is ending soon, if I'm not mistaken. It's, it's actually
1: okay. uh, it's already uh, 20, okay. Yeah, twenty five was the last one.
2: Okay. Yeah, That's I a think I might have realm. them
1: all actually. Yeah. Are they going to be making a trade paperback now? Of all of them? Oh, I'm sure. That's uh, cool. you know, the, to get the back-end that. money.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, I know they already they already did one for the Shattered Empire one, and they already did one for uh, Vader Down. Okay.
1: Now, I I also just read something in uh, Previews magazine uh, that I picked up yesterday that there is an undisclosed title that's going to be starting in January as well.
0: <laughs> Baby Skeen's holding up something behind you.
4: Yeah, <laughs> you was you <still laughs> love the comic
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I'm so really curious the, to see so what this it, ad name title is mm.
2: uh, well do you think it has something to do with Rogue One or anything like that or I have no idea it's just something else mm. to suck money out of my wallet so <laughs> yeah
1: <seriously,
5: right? laughs>
2: well I hadn't bought any comics in like uh, three months because I don't get paid over the summer and I went last month and I was like alright let me pick up one of my comics I'm like Oh, there's seventy five dollars. Yeah, you said sudden.
4: that in last cast.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> I just can't even understand what happened. But I have no money, and I have all these comics I have to read. So, eh, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so real quick, let's get to books real quick because a so the Soka novel came out. Uh, have any of you guys watched the all of the Clone Wars?
3: I have, I have also.
2: Okay, see, I have not, and so I, I, I'm hesitant. I have the book, I just haven't started listening to it yet. Um. I'm wondering, well, has anybody else read the book or started it?
0: I'm going to. I haven't yet.
2: Okay. I've, I've well,
1: listened to the book.
0: Well, is the it, is it, do you think it's necessary to have watched the Clone Wars to listen to understand the book? Or is it okay to start yeah, that's with the book? My question. It,
1: just start the book. It, it it touches on some Clone Wars stuff, but not, <laughs> okay. not very much. And when it does, it, uh, it goes into some detail as to why. Okay.
0: I mean, cool. it was, yeah, it was on my, on my queue to listen to, but now that I know that Ashley Eckstein's doing the, the reading for it, I'm definitely putting it to the top of the list.
2: Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I, I love grabbing audiobooks and I listen to a lot of audiobooks and, um, I love Star Wars audiobooks mostly because they do, uh, the production is really, usually really, well, really good. Um, but I was worried about the fact that I was behind on Clone Wars, uh, affecting my Ahsoka. My, my love for Ahsoka really comes from, what I've watched on the Clone Wars and mm-hmm. what's happening in Rebels, which we'll get to here in a couple She's minutes. great so. on Rebels. How
4: far did you get awesome. through Clone Wars?
2: Uh, I'm like somewhere in season two. I'm not okay, very far. So, yeah. I, I, just, <laughs> I watched the movie. I think, oh,
3: okay. <laughs> the, I've never watched that movie. I think,
2: it, I think, I think the
3: so? as a
6: character gets better in the later seasons of Clone Wars, actually.
3: Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. Yeah,
2: yeah so it's something, uh, it's something that I, I've been... Slowly going through, you know, when I have time, I'm like, oh, I'll put up my Clone Wars episode. I forgot, I'm not done with that yet. Um, but I love Rebels, I watch that with my kids, and it's it's just one of the best pieces of TV I think we have right now. Um, yeah, it's so well written Netflix, <laughs> yeah, it's really well done. Um, all right, man, so let's get to Han Solo movie. This, this came out just what yesterday,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, this is like the worst kept secret in Star Wars Galaxy, yeah. Well. <laughs>
2: We've talked about it. We talked about it a month or so ago. Like, there were several guys in the running for Lando Calrissian, and this got announced yesterday that Donald Glover has been cast for the young Han Solo in the Han Solo movie, which we're going to get, what, after episode eight? Uh, thoughts yeah. on Donald Glover?
0: Yeah, it's uh, Rogue One, then, it's, then eight, and then Han Solo, then right. nine, then Boba Fett. So uh, are we in? Oh, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely in. in. Definitely. Yeah, for sure.
2: <laughs> Is Star I think Wars it in the good. title? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm asking the wrong questions, right, boys? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm I'm excited about this. I, I'm not sure about the um Boba Fett movie if that's happening. That's something else. But I am really want to see a Han Solo film. I really want to see um that backstory, and I really want to see how that relationship with Lando you know, came about Mm -hmm. and continued and all that. So I'm excited.
0: What I really want to know about it, and you know, I hate to know like really in depth spoilers on it ahead of time, but I I just want to know if it's going to be focusing more on his like pre a new hope scoundrel days or how far back it goes, because if it'll go back to his time in the Imperial Navy, when he gets Chewbacca out of the spice mines and everything, if they choose to pull that story from the EU, I would love that. Because that would be phenomenal.
4: Well, are they pulling any of this from like any of these side stories? Are they coming from the EU? Because like when it comes down to like the Boba Fett movie, if they pull any of that from the EU, that would be amazing. Like,
5: yeah,
0: yeah. I, with with the Han Solo, the I think the only thing that's an absolute necessity is the fact that he's in the Imperial Navy because that's his his pants. I mean, you can't wreck on his his pants i mean those are imperial navy pants that he wears so um can i call the episode don't retcon the pants
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, awesome <laughs> um but yeah no, but you're right well i think i think that's really important the fact you know you want to make sure that all of that syncs up and then they've also had the stuff that's happened in the comics and everything else we want all that to sync up but at the same time there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about him cause he is older than Luke and the rest of them when we see him in episode four and everything else. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the story, honestly. Yeah, me too. All right. So the elephant in the room is the rogue one trailer. Amazing. <laughs> really phenomenal. In the, room. <laughs> uh, the, the second trailer was released and by the gods, right? So okay. Good. So I'm not sure how excited any of you were for this film. I've been excited for this film the whole time, but after that trailer, I uh, I'm not sure if I could be any more in, to be honest with you. Um, any any initial
0: thoughts or anything that stood out to you guys?
4: I'll be probably well, seeing at least three times.
0: <laughs> yeah, to, to quote Skeen, is Star Wars in the title? It's I mean I'm, I'm I've always been on board with it. I, I actually lost a little bit of interest when um, when Felicity Jones beat out uh, Tatiana Maslany because I would have loved her in the character. But um, after seeing uh, the the two main trailers, she's she's doing really, really well. Um, yeah. So I, I really cannot wait for it. And this last trailer just solidified that it, the whole arc looks good. And and,
2: and there's that moment where Vader is walking out of the freaking smoke <laughs> yeah. where I'm just like, OK, well, wow. that's that's it. <laughs> <Yep>. I'm done. <laughs> I and, but, yeah, they did. They did it at a moment, though, where it's just like it's super quick. But all of a sudden he's just moving at like with an intensity that I think is 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 I don't know, it's very Vader and it's gonna be it's gonna be cool.
0: Okay, you know what I would really hope for for, for the final shot of the film is um th- this and this is going by looking at a different point of view at the same scene, is um I'm drawing a blank on Vader's uh, uh Capital Ship. Um search of the In uh Vindicator? Thank you. The executor. Yeah. Oh, the executor. Well, the executor is the class. It was Yeah. Yep. Um, so anyway, so have it be on him when they start um, uh, tractor pulling in the uh, the transport ship, the liaison. Oh, and that's that and that's where it It'd closes awesome. out. Oh, cool. oh, I out see. Where you're that. And out through the, the through the window through the view screen, you see them putting the tractor beam on them.
2: And we're getting and we're getting some cool like little. Um, uh, bits and pieces from some of the other characters from the film and stuff like that. But um the, for me, I'm just wondering for you, from you, for you guys, if the team aspect, what do you guys think is going to happen? And from this, from the trailers, I'm getting a very much a tight knit group of, of scoundrels really, which is a lot, which I think is going to be a lot of fun, but it's going to be kind of dark too, obviously. I don't, I, I, I have a feeling that nobody's going to make it.
0: <laughs> well, the fact that we don't see any of these characters in a new hope is a, it's a hint. Well, but that's what I'm saying. Like if they all die, I'm going to be very sad.
2: <laughs>
4: well, and it, it, make it is a very relative term because yeah, if they make it, are they going to be in the same mental state also? I mean, right. if Absolutely. you see your entire team go, are you going to come back to civilization? Are you yeah. just going to cut, bake, and go off the reservation?
2: You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah any so other we, thoughts on the trailer, guys?
0: I, I think if, like, say, if, if Jen or so uh survives, that she becomes kind of like a hermit, and she gets introduced in, in episode eight. I think that would just be, like, <laughs> she's like that, that grizzled little warrior now that- She's like Forrest the new Whitaker Yoda? Nice. Yeah, well, just like what Forrest Whitaker is in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and, right. and I love how in this trailer they introduced the introduction of the rogue uh, the rogue one call sign.
2: Yeah, that was kind of cool. I I did like that. Yeah, as
1: a side uh, note on that, I I watched it with my son Zeke and uh we watched the trailer together and I said, "Oh, Zeke, I got a tough choice to make because the night that the prim- premiere night of Rogue 1 is also your band concerts. So I don't know what what, I, what I'm going to do." <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh.
5: So he
3: says,
1: I totally understand if you miss my band concert. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I would totally understand if Zeke misses band
1: concert. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
5: Right.
0: In fact, just, just say he's sick and both of you go to the movie.
2: <laughs> we'll catch the late show. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, we always have uh, – and now that these things are happening in December, we do our little – we do a little party here and then we go down to the theater. We are, we're in a very small town, but – it's, um, it's becoming kind of a thing that we can do every December, which is kind of fun. So yeah. I'm glad this is happening. And, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm more excited about Rogue One now. I mean, I was excited earlier, but I'm, I'm more stoked than I thought I'd be, I think. So, uh, shall we get to Rebels and then get out of this section and move on with our lives? Sounds good. Cool. Uh, so Rebels season three has started. Um, there's only been a few episodes. Uh, I'm up to date. I watch it with my kids. I personally love it. Um, but I'm a Star Wars fan and I think so are you guys. Most of you guys watch Rebels, I know, but um uh what do you guys think? Uh and I look, John put a um a note in here about Ezra. Ezra definitely has a different look. Um and there was that first episode, obviously spoilers, where um he's seriously toying with the dark side. Um uh any thoughts on on that overall or what do you guys think? Is that in line with the character or are are you are upset about it? I guess I should ask.
1: I think it's in line with the character, and I think it's in line with just Star Wars themes in general. Any any you know any Padawan coming up always you know encounters that that first experience with the dark side or toys with it or you know at least looks at it. Uh, yep. yep, within the storylines, and you know, you you see it here, and it's the same thing. And then there's. There's the moodiness factor that that comes there comes in, and I can With attest to the teenager to, thing. I can attest <laughs> to that big time.
2: <laughs> so. Teenagers, oh my god! I think, the, I think is, is one way, way to say it.
0: Yeah, I think the way that they're writing Ezra is how they should have written Anakin for Attack of the Clones. Yes. Um, and one huh, and one thing I like visually about Ezra is uh-huh. he lost. The, he doesn't have the rat tail, which is usually mm-hmm. Adawan, but he hasn't yet attained the rank of knight. Um. I think he's technically a commander, or did he lose that title? I don't know. I think they took the title from him. Yeah, because I know he, he got he got, it the, got it in the second episode, but I haven't watched the third and fourth episodes yet. Um, but yeah, I just like how that's kind of like a dark side thing, because remember, you know, once Anakin kind of went to the dark side, he lost the rat tail as well. Mm-hmm.
4: Which I'm loving the weird. <laughs> series so far. So it's, I think it's turned out really well. I like – it seems like every character has kind of grown – in their own way and you know it and it's turning out well they're not turning you know they're not completely changing the character for the wrong in my opinion yet
0: so right one thing one thing i actually really liked um was a a subtle little moment with selene um in the second episode when sabine uh sabine sorry when uh um you know when he was given command of the mission and he said something, and uh, most of the crew is like looking at him, and Sabine just like said, you know, follow him. Like, she has a little bit more of like, and I don't want to say respect, but it's more like a fear.
5: Because mm-hmm. she's, I think,
0: <laughs> noticing the dark side, where because she kind of like passed him off as like that little rugrat that would be bothering her, obviously has a crush on her. And now you're not really seeing that from Ezra, and she has a different sort of way to react to him. Yeah, I like
4: that. I wonder if that's thoughts? the Mandalorian in her. Where, yeah. you know, the Mandalorians have seen, you know, they've been under the Sith rule before. They've been and but they've also broken the Sith rule. They've, you know, fought back and you know, she doesn't have the power to fight, you know, a Sith. So
0: Exactly. I think I think in the first couple of seasons you saw Sabine as a girl reacting to Ezra, and now you're seeing Sabine the Mandalorian react to Ezra. It's a very good point,
2: mm-hmm. Dan. Uh yeah, overall I think I like the, I really am enjoying the Bendu part of it. The, the idea of there's this force, sorry, force in the middle of the force, I guess (laughs) I should say. Um, where, you know, he's seeing both sides and he's helping essentially both sides, but it's, 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 it's cool to see the rift between the master and the apprentice and then that coming back in the, in the next, couple episodes where they come right. back together you know and, and i think that's really important for the people who are worried about ezra going to the dark side and it being about his fall again because we don't need to i don't think we really need to see that at this point because we've seen the whole thing with anakin and everybody and and everything else so um i don't know that part of it i liked um but the humor's there the 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 flushing out of the characters is there i like the um the continuation of that mutual kind of respect now that agent Callus has with Zeb. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, there's some really cool nods to, to the first two seasons that, um, I don't know. I think it's a really strong start to the season. And of course we're going to come back to it after we see more, but, um overall i'm i'm the kids love it i'm into it and i'm very intrigued to see what they do with vader um and and some of these other things they got going so you know it'll be pretty cool and of course nobody's mentioned it yet but thrawn oh (laughs) yeah right
4: i Um, was was saving that for you
2: (laughs) (laughs) here's my thing With, with with thrawn outside of the eyes which people are complaining about which i don't really give a crap about yeah um outside of that, that character is spot on to what Timothy Zahn mm-hmm. laid out. The fact oh, that he is going to sit there and he's going to wait. He's going to plot and he's going to study. And when it's time, he's going to strike. And until then, he's not. And there's moments – there's been two moments now, I think, where he's like, yeah, let him go. Or no, now it's not the time. And that is super important to Thrawn's character because that character is all about when I strike – I'm going to win and I'm yeah. not going to strike until I'm going to win. And that is fish. super important. And I think that's, and, and he doesn't look at the short game. He looks at the long game, right? Yeah. I could kill that freighter with those rebels on it, but that's not going to win the war, you know? And I think that's super important. And I really, I'm really digging the Thrawn character. Every time it comes on screen, I do like a little fanboy thing, which is kind of lame, but <laughs> um, you know, my, my kids are used to it at this point.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would say he's easily the most, you know, calculated, character so far right. that I've seen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: And, actually, and I don't know if you went to uh, the, uh, um, the DK publishing panel at New York Comic-Con, but they talked about the new Thrawn book coming out that Timothy Zahn's writing. Did you happen to get any info on that?
2: No,
6: I didn't actually go to that.
0: Yeah. Cause they're releasing yeah. that one and they're releasing um, Rogue One Catalyst.
2: Yeah, that Thrawn book I'm going to get as soon as I can. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Of course you would. <laughs> Shocking, right? Right.
0: <laughs> uh, it's nice to know I'm predictable. Yeah, i will right. play your I'm list. Just, <laughs> I will say that I uh I do miss Jason Isaacs as the inquisitor.
2: Yeah, no, the inquisitors are cool, man, but well will I don't know. I think I think this season's going to be cool. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Well, I just I just love
0: Jason Isaacs, so. Oh, well,
2: we all do. All right, so let's get to our last section and get everybody home. So, well, you're already home, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I can't imagine any kind of future where
0: I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are uh, heroes.
7: You're legends.
2: So, our pop culture section is I'm um, basically resurrecting what we used to do. And we used to cram all these things into the section. We can jump around, skip around, whatever. I'm just going to touch on a couple of things, but um, overall I want to talk about Luke Cage, mostly because that is the new hotness right now. And if you're watching the Netflix shows, if you've watched Jessica Jones, if you watch daredevil, um, Luke Cage is the next one in the defenders line. And I've, I've, the wife and I finished the show. I was very surprised that she actually finished it with me. She really really enjoyed it. Um overall, I really enjoyed it as well. Um but let's talk about it as a group. If you guys have finished it, tell me what you thought. And then um and we'll kind of go from there and then we'll jump through there's a little bit of Iron Fist news, a little Defenders news, and then just some hodgepodge of things that um that we can just talk about real quick and then get out of here. So, uh let's talk about Luke Cage. I know Will hasn't watched sure. it because I hate him. So, <laughs>
0: Anybody so else? I have um, but as, <laughs> as a historian um I okay. am really looking forward to um what it talks about race and the fact that in this day and age what it means to be a bulletproof black man like literally bulletproof and how that will, and how that responds with the boys in blue um I think that would be really really interesting um and once so- you
2: watch it you will actually see that that the timeliness of what's going on in real in our society right now and what's going on in the film, um, actually uh, film in the show, it actually really works out really, really well. His, his outfit essentially is a hoodie that he puts over his head and, and, you know, he puts the hood on and it's, it's really, it's very timely. And I don't know how much of it is coincidence or how much of it is just you know, what's going on, but it's, it's actually kind of a cool aspect of it. So once you watch it, I'd I like to see what you yeah, think, but well, let's go to John cause I know he's watched it.
1: Uh, well, well, I would say in Marshall's, I would say the same thing as, as accurate as, um, as it was portrayed. That, that's not a coincidence. There's no way that was a coincidence. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you know, um, I'm, you know uh, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I can't say enough about, about this whole series, it's just been phenomenal. Yeah, and Marshall, kind of like you, anytime my wife will sit down and and we you know plow through those episodes in four nights. Yeah, yeah, you know, that that says a lot about how powerful it is and the storytelling that's involved with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't, it's just the way the whole thing was tied together. And I know I told you guys on, on Twitter one day, just the music, you know, I, I've been listening to the soundtrack yeah. in my car, you know, just the, it's, and, and it, I mean, holy smokes, it's an eclectic bunch of music. It's, mm. you know, everything from modern hip hop to, you know, the delphonics. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just, everything from everywhere. It's amazing. But the music, <laughs> the music wasn't just inserted. It wasn't just music for background music. It was music right. with a purpose. I mean, every yeah. song. Through I I can't I literally can't think of a single time that the song wasn't fitting what was going on within the story. Absolutely, and it it just intertwined so well. I mean, and I'll be honest, especially the first season of Daredevil, I didn't think I was going to find another Netflix series that I liked more than that. And I'll be damned if they didn't do it. I mean, that it was it was that good.
2: Well, actually, got the wife to go back and think about watching Jessica Jones because we watched the first couple episodes of that and in my opinion the first few episodes of uh luke cage were slower than jessica jones but there was although the slow there was a slowness there that i'm not super stoked about but the story was really rich which is important and the kate for some reason my wife jumped you know stopped watching a jessica jones with me and once we finished uh luke Cage, she's like Oh, he's in that? Okay, let's finish watching that. Yeah, which you know? is our so I think that's actually
0: a big David Tennant fan.
2: Well, and, and that's the other thing, and and I don't know, it was probably just when we tried to watch it, but right. um, anybody else? Uh, Zen, you got something in here about Cage, what do you think? Yeah, so um,
6: I've only watched uh, the first episode of Cage, and I'm looking forward to watching more of it. Um, yeah. I watched a little bit of Jessica Jones as well, and um, living in Manhattan myself, it's really interesting to see these shows um, being part of the neighborhoods. You know, the, the neighborhood's like the extra character in the scenes, you know, they're, they're adding depth, they're adding color that, that, you know, makes the story more believable. So it's um, a great show. I'm looking forward to seeing more of it. Cool.
2: And I'm glad you said some about the neighborhoods and that's something Will and I have talked about quite a bit. And, you know, we have hell's kitchen, we have Manhattan, Mm -hmm. we have Harlem and it's like all of these things are it's, and you're right. It is another character in the episode. And, um, and Harlem is a big part of, of Luke Cage, which, uh, it's it's a it's a pretty good it's a really good show. Um Dan, have you watched any of these?
4: I have, and honestly Luke Cage was amazing in my opinion. Yeah. I thought it it rounded out what was kind of, you know, what was needed for the series, like what, you know, what's going to happen for the defenders. It was kind of just that that role that was good there. Uh I've I was kind of the oddball. Uh I watched Jessica Jones first before going into uh either season one or season two of daredevil and then i caught up with daredevil and just because when i was a comic book reader as a kid i you know jessica jones was a big you know I, I really liked her as a character, right. and so as soon as I saw that she was up there, I'm like, "That's that's my go-to." I'm watching that, and you know, so my friends were on their second watch through of Daredevil already by the time I even started the first time,
2: you know. But
4: <laughs> yeah, overall, it really, was amazing. I thought
2: Jessica Jones was, I think, one of my favorites. I love Luke Cage, obviously, that's up mm-hmm. there, but Jessica Jones. There was something about that that show that. um I don't. I don't know. There was uh, it, it, the dark, gritty kind of noir. Kind mm-hmm. of. Um, it. It was just. It, I don't know. For some reason, maybe it was when I watched it, but I. I love Jessica Jones. Yeah, I it, love. It Jessica definitely
0: Jones. had a little bit of uh, noirish Raymond Chandler in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that really hard boiled, hard drinking de- detective. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is really good because usually what you get in female detectives is like now if you guys read Sue Grafton books, but she's a. A detective out of the Santa Barbara area, and she's very kind of like feminist, but Southern California style, right? Whereas this is like you could tell it's like Hell's Kitchen, hard drinking. She's mm-hmm. had a rough time, and um, oh yeah, yeah. And one thing I really like about what the the showrunners are doing is their flexibility with content. Because when they first announced all this stuff, they said, "Okay, well we're going to do." Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, and then Defenders in that order. And then they find out the popularity is going different ways. So I said, okay, well, we're going to do a Daredevil 2. We're going to do a Jessica Jones 2. We're, we're bringing in Punisher. And I, from what I understand, uh, Misty Knight is being a, is a, a big standout in this one. And there's talks about her getting her own series.
2: Oh, that'd be amazing. Uh, Miss, yeah, Misty Knight was great. And I, am I'm, I'm very intrigued to see. I, I'm really looking forward to Defenders. And I think, uh, So let's, let's bridge that gap from, uh, you know, Luke Cage to old Iron Fist here. We have some news on Iron Fist. Um, the panels obviously were a little bit of a hit at New York Comic Con. I have a story in here. It says it filled up nine hours prior to the starting. So that could be a thing. Um, (laughs) uh, I don't know how you say that. Madam Go, Gao, Gao. Um, so there, uh, that's confirmed for Daredevil's, uh, uh, Iron Fist. Wait, what does that mean? Daredevil's mutt. Oh, that's right. Sorry, I got that. I got that backwards. So, Daredevil's Madame Gao is confirmed for Iron Fist. So that's cool. That's something. Um, those of you that have watched Daredevil. Um, and then we also have the trailer, which, uh, whether you guys are it or not, I, I don't know, man. I'm. It's really freaking strong. It's really strong. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think. There's some backlash from Iron Fist, obviously, because of the casting and and various other things. But I think it's going to be fine. (laughs) I think we just need to wait and kind of see what's happening, you know. So we have some casting news. Uh, Sigourney Weaver is going to be the villain. Well, I've not talked to you about this, but I don't even know who the villains are in Defenders. But by the gods, Sigourney Weaver is amazing.
0: That is awesome.
2: (laughs) It could be a lot of
0: things, right? <laughs> yeah, I Very do not angry. care.
2: This could be really good.
0: <laughs> Say it again. I think she's going to be fantastic.
4: Huh.
2: Okay.
3: So, so I would Potential. like
0: to pose a um, huh.
1: I, I would like to pose a question concerning the defenders. So, would, would you rather there be a second season of Luke Cage or a third season of Daredevil? Or some of these others, or a second season of Jessica
0: Jones. Well, they're already doing Defenders. They're already doing a second season of Jessica Jones. It's supposed to start filming next year. Uh, They're they're lining up a third season of Daredevil, and that's supposed to start filming uh, sometime at the end of next year, I think. Um, What I would really like to see is the for them to do the Defenders, which they're going to do because you need to bring all four together as the main characters. But what I would really like to see are two new shows coming out of this. Um besides Misty Night, which I think would be great, is that they would have a Squirrel Girl one, but not necessarily <laughs> about her. Because I did not thinking we're gonna see a Squirrel Girl, bro. <laughs> with Anna Kendrick would be awesome. Yes. But but no, Squirrel Girl, you know, is actually the babysitter for Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Yeah, no, no, we got it. But the one good. I would like to see because the whole rumor was that they weren't making Rosario Dawson the actual night nurse. Because they were saving that for the Rachel McAdams character in Doctor Strange. And it looks like they decided not to make that her, the Night Nurse character. I mean, she is a nurse.
2: Well, they call her Night Nurse because you haven't watched it yet. They call her, one of the uh, random characters calls her Night Nurse. They actually the called cage. her
0: Night Nurse? Yes. Yes.
2: yes. They said, okay. oh, the Night Nurse. Then that's important. Yeah, they called her Night Nurse. I would
0: Night like nurse. to have a Night Nurse series where the, other, where the four main Defenders characters and even Punisher or whatever, they come in. But it centers on her. Yeah.
2: No, I'm with you, man. Uh, the, we'll see how this goes. Sigourney Weaver. I don't. I don't care what she plays. It's gonna be amazing. That's gonna be fun. I think that'll be cool. But but I will. Uh, just, any other thoughts on defenders or Iron? Fist I will guys? just say
0: I'm really looking forward to Punisher series, which has started filming because I just went and saw the accountant yeah. and John Barenthal is phenomenal in that too.
2: Well, Barenthal's a the man. So here we are. Uh, all right. So I. The only reason I put the Stranger Things news in here, if nobody's watched it, I can skip oh, I it love completely. It. It was a great okay, show. So, Dan's watched it. Anybody else watch, uh, uh Stranger I'm, I'm Things? Not yet. Two episodes. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, Stranger Things is phenomenal. Um, I'm going to leave this because it's only the two of us, dude. I'm sorry. We're going to, we're going to jump past it. But, um, personally, I love the show. The way I kind of say it is to, when I try to entice people, I say it's somewhere in between ET, Goonies and X Files.
4: You should also. Like that's the way I kind of. What put is it. that? Uh, stand by me.
2: Oh, okay. Spin a little
4: stand by me in there, yeah. and you will totally. Yeah. You'll like. That's how someone hooked me on it. When I was like, <laughs> "Oh, because I, I don't, I don't do the, I don't do horror and anything like that," and right. uh, someone or my Netflix tagged it as horror right away, and I was like, eh, "I don't want to watch this." And someone was like. You know, hey, you like Stand by Me, don't you? And I was like, well, yeah. Well, Wheaton's in it, and I was like, I love, yeah, I love a Wheaton. So (laughs) why wouldn't I? And they're like, it's Stand by Me, and then they're playing D and D at the beginning of it, and I was like, okay, I'm hooked. (laughs) That's the best. (laughs) So.
2: Yeah, the best part, I mean, them playing D and D and it being kids and them trying to solve a problem. And there's the friendships. There's the, it's, it's a really great mm-hmm. show. So there's a couple little quick news stories I have in here. Um, uh, just as a little spoiler for people who haven't seen it. Um, there is some confirmation from New York Comic Con. Barb will not return. Um, and I'm going to leave the other part because that's not as much of a, that's too much of a spoiler, I think. Um, there is, uh, some rumors that it's going to be even crazier in the next season. And, and, um, there's rumors that the second season has, has already started filming. So, so there we go. So if you have not seen stranger things, like anybody else on this panel, um, see stranger things. And then when we get back together, you talk about it and tell me that we were wrong, right? <laughs> we were not wrong. Cause we're right? awesome. Alright, so last couple quick things, guys. There's some movies coming up. I put a couple trailers in the show outline here. Um, there's one quick story before we get to the trailers. Um, I don't know if any of you watched Agent Carter. Um, my wife and I loved Agent Carter and we watched it. Um, but Haley Atwell obviously is still talking about doing an Agent Carter movie because the season, uh, is not coming back. So anybody watch Agent Carter or like Agent Carter or have any comment on that?
4: I always meant to watch it, but I never – it just didn't fit in my queue before it went away. So I now mean to watch it eventually. And this is actually you know, kind of happy for me that they may make a movie out of it too because I heard from a few people that it just was left unanswered. So that kind of kills me that it's like, oh, well, now that I'm going to start watching it. I'm going to get, you know, a Firefly feeling from it that, you
2: know. Yeah, the Firefly effect, right? You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody else watch Carter? Carter?
0: Yeah, I thought it was very good. I'm a huge fan of, of L.A. Noir style, and so season two is very much that. Um, there was actually some news uh, two weeks ago, I think, that said that Agent Carter will be returning in the MCU at some point. So whether it's in her own movie or whether she's going to have, you know, a standalone uh, short on a DVD feature, kind of like um, uh, the one that she had on, I think it was winter soldier that had a, a standalone character, a standalone short with her. Um, mm. There's many different ways you can do it. So especially the way that movies and TV are being filmed for now in that it's not all 22 episode seasons. It's, you Know a lot more right. uh, compact uh, shooting schedules
2: for sure, dude. Um, so on to that, we have three trailers. Well, I guess three trailers, and then we have an upcoming movie that's literally coming out what next week? No, two weeks from now. <laughs> uh, we have Doctor Strange on the horizon, obviously. Um, and that is something that I'm pretty excited about. I got my uh Marvel Collector Core Doctor Strange <laughs> crate today, which I've been rubbing in the faces of our guests here. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty stoked about Doctor Strange, but let's just save that till after the movie comes out and we'll talk about it. But there's three trailers that I think are worth talking about. One is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 trailer. The other one is Logan. The other one's Assassin's Creed. And the only reason I'm bringing up Assassin's Creed is because most of us are gamers and I really love the first trailer. The second trailer was great. But, um, you know, I don't know. We, gaming movies don't really have a, Great track record. So, what do we want to start with? Let's start with Guardians of the Galaxy. How many people are halfway excited about this movie? What do you think?
1: Uh, I'm very excited about it. The first one was <laughs> was great. I mean, and it was yeah. it was so different from the other Marvel movies, and I think that you know it just kind of set itself to the side, um, and it was so funny. And and I'm looking, I'm yeah. looking very much forward to the second one.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I'm uh, I'm excited that it's confirmed that Benicio del Toro will be coming back as the collector, and especially yeah. since they've uh, decided that the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride that's taking over Tower of Terror is themed on the collector as well. So they're obviously going to be tying those in together somehow.
2: Totally.
4: I I love the Guardians of the Galaxy, th- you know, theme. The comic books were great when I was younger, and the trailer just. I was busting a gut laughing when I saw it, so. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole theme yeah, no, of, I... <laughs> you know, that, the whole series of, you know, if they continue after this, it's going to keep going that way, I hope. Because that's just that, you know, that section of Marvel is that. It's more of a lightweight, funny genre genre. Part of you Nail know, Marvel.
2: Yeah. And I love that about it. Well and, I, and and I'm with you on the lightweight part of it. And I think that was the surprise of the first film is that it's fun. There is definitely a um there's stakes, but at the same time, this band of characters, they work well together and there is that humor and that lightness that I think we need in 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 amongst these other films, you know? And I'm, I'm really excited that they, they decided to really embrace that literally with the fact that the, the character Drax in the trailer, who is the most literal, literal, most hard character in the thing is like, do you need a hug? You <laughs> and know? He just and he hugs totally him. And it's it, like, <laughs> and then he, and he just hugs him anyway. And he's like, well, I didn't say yes, but here we are, you know? And, and I think that is just, and, I, and, it's going to be great, and I absolutely love Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think that this is going to be one of the um, home run movies for Marvel, I think, regardless of what they do, as long as they keep keep with what they're doing right now. I think so,
0: one thing that the original uh, one did that was so great was that it had a willingness to, like, be tongue-in-cheek and take it, not take itself too seriously, where they reintroduced Howard the Duck and brought in Cosmo <laughs> the Dog. <laughs> And so it's like you know these <laughs> yeah, characters that's... that either are completely unknown or that have such a bad rap in the history of Marvel that they're like screw it, let's do it anyways. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I'm with you, man. Um, so let's get over to Logan. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched this trailer, but this this <laughs> this trailer is crazy, it's amazing. This is crazy. <laughs> so initial thoughts on Logan. <laughs>
0: I'm glad they're yeah. introducing X-23.
2: Yeah. And and what I was actually expecting throughout the trailer is the fact that I thought she was going to go from little kid to woman. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're going to do that in the film.
0: I hope this not. I, 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 I hope they take it a little bit more of a slow burn and set it up to be another yeah. a next movie after that. Yeah.
4: I think they should do that. They should do the slow burn just because... That will give them more time to progress the storyline and, you know, mature a background and everything like that. I think they kind of rushed into the Wolverine storyline and kind of stumbled a bit because, let's be honest, there's a lot of flaws in the current lore behind Wolverine, you know, in the current movie genre, and it just doesn't fit. In, if you're a, at all a comic book fan of you know Wolverine, so it's yeah. it's just kind of weird, and they've just kind of bandaged it along the way, and they're just like, no, no this just doesn't count anymore.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I I like the marketing for those too. You know, everything is you know they haven't actually named um, the the female character as X twenty three, but everything has been released right. at ten twenty three a.m. Each day, and then there's uh, a
0: yeah, that's day. cool.
2: Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's nice. I didn't even notice that. That's badass. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's kind of cool. <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, it and, and I, I I agree the the story the stories that have been told. Um, you know, the last one was pretty good, and it was almost true to the uh, the the initial mini series that was released for Wolverine back in the eighties. But it just it, it hasn't fit. You know, it's it's been too I don't know cinematized. Mm-hmm. And you know, too much yeah. of the story has just been hacked out, and it, and it doesn't work. So I'm, I'm hoping that you know, with this being the last one, um, and of course mm-hmm. his name is Escape. I mean, the, the guy that plays Wolverine. Hugh <laughs> uh, Jackman. Yeah, Jackman. He Jackman. Um, the, the last one that he's playing, and yeah, I'm hoping that this will, uh, you know, tie it well together, and, and
2: they at least end it on a good note.
0: <laughs> Sweet. Uh, any other thoughts on
2: old uh, Logan? <laughs>
0: Uh, I really hope Jonathan Sheck does there, not cause, take a...
2: Because he's old and so cause, Oh, you're not seeing it. No, okay, no, no we saw it. Oh, oh no, please. <laughs> no, by all means. We're almost <laughs> no, done.
0: Go ahead. Jonathan Sheck, who, uh, if you remember, he was from That Thing You Do. He was in American... Uh, oh, what else has he been in? A uh, whole bunch of stuff. But he has come out and said he wants to take over the, the, the Wolverine role. And I'm like, please don't give it to him. <laughs> no, please. Like I would much rather you just go all gung ho into X twenty three and and go that way.
4: <laughs> I'd rather they just Harry carry him and just end it. <laughs>
0: yeah, but if you know if you know anything about X Men, there's so many multiverses that we're never oh,
4: gonna yeah. get rid of I mean. Yeah. <laughs>
2: So last thing so we can actually let people go home. Um, Assassin's Creed. I've, I've been one of those people who have played most of the games. I kind of fell off the last couple, but, um, I'm actually, the first trailer really kind of got me. It was the, you know, the kind of the mix of the music and the visuals and stuff like that. Um, and, uh, homeboy, what's the name? Main dude. Um, Yeah, Fastbender looks amazing. Um, I, I, I don't know. For me, I'm more excited about this movie than I was, let's say, Warcraft or some of these other video game movies that have come out recently. So, um, any, uh, any thoughts? Are you guys players of Assassin's Creed? Are you halfway excited about the movie or what do you think?
4: My experience with Assassin's Creed has always been hot seat, playing it with a friend kind of thing. I never actually played it. I own a few of the original games, but I've never played them. I, you know, got them through Steam. You know, massive mm. pack sales through humble bundle stuff like that. So, right, it's kind of funny because the trailers has made me want to actually install them and play them.
2: <laughs> it, yeah, it, so that's that's good.
4: It, I think yeah, that's I, kind I, of what they want. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I had never yeah. played the game. will do the same thing. Yeah, I had never played the games, right. but after the uh, the first trailer um and then after seeing the uh, the black flag uh obstacle course at Comic-Con a year and a half ago I was like okay I'm going to get these so I I downloaded the the first few <laughs> and uh I'm I'm about halfway through the first game but it's it's enjoyable I like it
2: yeah uh so the movie uh, are maybe going to go see the movie uh, that's kind oh of where yeah. I'm going with this
0: <laughs> uh, I think I'll see that 135 foot leap of faith
2: yeah. that was insane oh. that looked nuts <laughs> Uh, all right, boys. Well, uh, I, in the interest of time, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, let's kind of call that a show, but anybody want to throw anything else out there that, uh, they didn't get to say earlier? Anything they're excited about? We didn't get to talk about movies wise or gaming or anything like that.
0: I'm excited that we get to talk to so many cool geeks.
2: Well, you guys are awesome geeks and we appreciate you supporting our show for sure. Um, but any, any, any last words for anyone? Can we do oh. this again sometime? yeah absolutely and and that's kind of my goal, maybe every couple of months or something kind of get together and there were like I said four or five of you that actually support the show that didn't get to make it uh today so um if we do it again, I feel like almost in in the uh same idea of Galactic Gamers Coalition, kind of like, you know, people who can make it can make it and can't can't, but it'd be nice to get as many people as we can that support our show and, and want to talk about this kind of stuff. So I, I really appreciate what you guys do for us. Um, and I, and I cannot thank you enough. And thanks for giving up your more of your Saturday afternoon than, uh, than I had planned, of course, but that, that is the nature of podcast. Yeah. I think
0: we should try to do one in the middle of December and I uh, get it after Rogue yeah. One, after. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Classic Beasts and after uh sure. uh Doctor Strange.
2: Or maybe Jan maybe January we can talk about all that. Yeah, that'd be, you know? cool. that'd be cool.
0: All right, boys. Well,
2: uh thank you very much again for supporting our show and for being here today. And I'm just gonna close this bad boy out. So thanks for everybody for joining us. And uh thanks for tuning in, to the usual podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com, email us at theusual podcast at gmail.com, and we are at Google Plus Facebook pinterest and of course instagram i am at darth pops on twitter will is at i am will griggs all of our patrons um who are super awesome i will put their links and stuff in the show notes as well and um we're on itunes stitcher and google play and give us positive ratings become a patron why not why not um, you could join us on this crazy show that we call the Usual Podcast. So, thanks again, and um, and anything else, boys and girls. Uh, I would like, uh, I would, like, I would like
0: to say that I loved how Zen was mouthing along with you on your little <laughs> thing there. But if I could ask a favor of, of the of you three gentlemen that are still on, if uh, I'll count down to three and all and all at once, you guys say "Have a fun!" and we yes. can Here wrap we, it up yes. on
2: that. I was waiting for that to happen spontaneously, but please <laughs> right. go ahead. One, two,
0: three. Have a lot really fun. fun. Awesome. <laughs> oh, you that is great. Thank you it's very amazing. much, boys.
4: Thank you. <laughs>